This episode is sponsored by CastlemaniaGames.com. Castlemania specializes in retro and modern video game accessories. Their store includes new retro accessories from HD Retrovision, Eon Gaming, Retrobit, and more. They also carry products from modern games to consoles and accessories, as well as homebrew and repo parts. At checkout, use the coupon code THEGAMERSLOUNGE to get 10% off your order. Thanks again to Castlemania Games for sponsoring this show. Everybody. Welcome back to the Gamers Lounge Podcast. My name is John Meadows. With me as always is Eric, Nathaniel, and Dennis. What is going on, fellas? Hello, hello. Finally. Just, t- <laughs> just talking a little bit about The Last of Us and uh, you know how many ten different ways you got to play it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many, how many times they're going to remaster a remaster of a remaster of a remaster. Yeah, it's, right. com- it's coming to PC. I mean, it's, com- it's coming to Steam it's gonna be- in March. Yeah. So. Yep. And then... A few more releases if they want to catch Skyrim, though. So well, yeah, 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 they, they do. They have they have quite a few more. Huh? Yeah, Skyrim and Resident Evil Four are on the you know Mount Mount Rushmore of, <laughs> of, of remasters and stuff. Oh, just like yeah, yeah. I mean, jeez. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, there's that Resident Evil Four VR. That's actually pretty good. I hear that's a that lot. Looks cool. It's a good way to play it, and it runs yeah. well. And I guess it's pretty quick. People say that. It's, I always think you know. I don't know. I own that game like four different ways. I don't know if I want to play it in VR again, but my buddy's like, you got to get it. It's a new take on it. It's so much fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm uh, sure. I'm sure. I have 20 hours. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to play it all the way through again. I mean, I would yeah. play, I'd like to try it out. I would try it out, but I don't know if I'd play the whole, whole yeah. game again. But that's just me, though. I mean, I'm not a I'm going to do that. It'll be the remake in a few months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've re-released it. It's another $40. I'll buy it. Yeah. Uh, does anybody put out new games? Is there any? Is there any actually new games that come out, or is it always just remasters and re-releases? Is this a... I think yeah. I think we've reached the peak of original content, and now it's just like, all right, let's go back to the beginning and do it all over again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, the the remake of Resident Evil Four. I think he's gonna say, "Why are you buying now instead of what are you buying?" Well, you yeah. Already, you already own this, sir. <laughs> That's right, ah, yeah. Shut up. Why are you buying? I'm tired of this. Yeah. At this point, like, Leon Kennedy's coming back with his receipts. This didn't work too well yeah. last time you gave it. At some point, at some point, it's got to be like a cassette tape, you know. For the, you know, you just how many? You just keep reco- copying it and copying it and copying it. And finally, that that copy just wears down. It's like some point, games got to do that, right? I mean, it's like that's right. Did Skyrim I mean, ever get that? Like, some of them do. They have these weird bugs. That well, that's like, true. Freak out, or the frame rate goes down, and the ghosts show up and haunt you. You know, uh, yeah, typical I mean, video game stuff. Yeah. The ghosts from your previous save games. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, we've haven't done a show in several weeks between people going out of town for holidays and COVID. 
things just hadn't lined up. So we're finally going to get to our top 10 games we played in 2022. <laughs> Even though we're almost a full month into 2023. But, you know, it's okay. It, 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 it's okay. It happens. Okay. Yeah. Plenty of time to consider. It's sure. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're still okay on the top. Yeah, well, I mean, it's fine. It's been kind of a slow news. I mean, the, all the news that has come out has kind of been bad news this week anyway. So it's like, well, who wants to talk about layoffs and and shutdowns and stuff like that? And it's like, you know, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. You don't want to be a, you know, you want to try to have some kind of positive outlook on things. So. But probably, I think the easiest way to do it is either Nathaniel or Dennis could go through their lists and we'll just kind of hit because there's a lot of crossover in those two lists and my list. And uh, let me scroll down here and look at Eric's list. Yeah, there's there's some cro- there's a lot of crossover. So I think <laughs> I think the the easiest way is just to have one go, and then we could. Yeah, I had that on my list. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Me you too. know. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so I think so that way. Yeah, it was a crossover. That way, we're not sitting here for three hours talking about the same five and games over and over again. The uh, kind of funny top ten games podcast because they do a fun thing. I don't uh-uh. remember how many years they do it now, where they all submit their lists and then their video guy compiles it all and like. Uh, number ones get like 10 points, number two gets nine or something ranking, and then he'll compile them, and they don't know what's actually the ranking is going to be when oh. they reveal it on stream. It's kind of a fun way to do it. Yeah, that is I mean, it wouldn't neat. work for us because we all do stuff differently, but it's just right. a fun, diff- kind of different way to do these that's like gets it exciting for them because they don't know how it's ranked. Well, yeah, yeah, that is kind of a neat way to do it. It kind of makes it fun too. That's, yeah, I like that, but um, all right, Nathaniel, why don't you, we'll. We'll go off your list and work around it. So, <laughs> all right. Well, we'll start with a couple honorable mentions. Yeah. I think only one is on. Maybe two. Maybe both of them are on list. I didn't look all of them. No. Okay. I think maybe just one is. But uh, nobody saves the world, which was very early in 2022. Yeah. Which is yeah. Uh, the Guacamole people's yeah, latest game. I'm gonna have to add that to my list. It's really, really cool. I don't. I assume it's still on Game Pass. It was at the time. I don't know. I haven't looked. I haven't either. But it was a really, really cool game where it's kind of a bit of kind of a. It's got a little bit of a Diablo action in it, a little bit of Zelda in it, a little bit of a bunch of different things, and you're kind of like this guy named Nobody, and you just take powers and change forms, and you get like unlock a bunch more as you go through. So you could be a horse, you could be, you know, you can be the, you know, guy with a sword, you can be someone with a bow and arrow, and each one has kind of different abilities. And then that lets you do some different things, or they're just good uh, versus certain other enemies. And you can unlock some secret stuff, so if you get, like, the horse form, then you can go actually romance a horse NPC somewhere, all sorts of weird little stuff in that game. Hmm. It's just, like, oozing personality, the art style is really cool, It's it plays really well, it's just a fun game that... Anyone who's played it back when it came out seemed to like it, and they just one of those that's not big enough to yeah, remain. Like By the end of the year, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, that was 2022. I forgot that was really good." It's one of those. It looks, games. looks like it's not on Game. <laughs> it's not on Game Pass anymore. But no, it's 15 dollars on Xbox. Yeah, that's what it's just looking yeah, like. Yeah, and it's it well worth that fifteen bucks if that's what it is. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, other honorable mention is As Dust Falls and Metal Hellsinger. I played a little bit of Metal Hellsinger, Metal not Hellsinger. a ton of it. And, you know, it's a first-person shooter with metal music that you're playing to the beat. 
Yeah. It's a rhythm game. It's awesome. Yeah. And it's quite a bit of fun. I just didn't get, play a ton of it, so I didn't put it higher on the list. It's just like, oh yeah, that was fun, but I can't really rank it or put it up with all the stuff that I played a ton of. And then As Dust Falls is a you know, choose-your-own-adventure kind of game. That was, it's like a, a bit of a surprise where it was a little bit better than I expected it to be. And the only reason it probably didn't, it, that I didn't rank it higher is because it just stops. It doesn't really end so much as, hey, we ran out of money. So we have some stuff that we're setting up that we'll probably do in a sequel. And now that may not be their intention, but that's how it feels by the time you reach the end of that game. You're like, wait, but what? Why yeah. did you stop there? <laughs> That was the biggest problem with me with that game. I, I I loved it, and it's it's on my top ten um, for you know 2022. But yeah, same issue was like the way it ended was like what? Huh? Stop! No, that's not. Has no one learned that this is not how we end things? No one likes this. Stop doing that. <laughs> it, yeah, it yeah, a, and it manages to you know even though like on the surface when people saw the trailers they're like ah oh, like bouncing off of it because they're not sure what it is. It actually has like a decent fun art style, and even though it's not animating that much, they do put like little flares of stuff in here. And despite that, all the characters are really compelling. And you come to care about a bunch of them and, like, what's going on, what's happening in this plot. And, like, depending on your choices, some of them, you know, may or may not, you know, survive or bad things may happen to this one or that one. Or, hey, you, you know, did something good, so this person survives this. All that kind of a game. So, again, good. Just didn't quite break into my top ten over the other things that I had on it. And the price of that game dropped like a brick, too. I mean, you can get it on Steam for, like, ten bucks now. I mean, it's... It's a cheap game if if you if yeah. you don't have Game Pass, you know. Yeah, I mean it's also not a very long game either. Is it, right. under, is it under is it under ten on uh, Steam? Check. Yeah, it is. It's ten bucks, and if you already own Quantum uh, Break and um, oh, one of the other games, you get it even cheaper because it's in a bundle. I I can get it for like seven bucks. <laughs> a weird bundle. I wonder how that comes around. Yeah, it's a well. Hang on, I'll, I'll tell you what it's called. It's a uh, I think it's a micro. It's a X. XGS uh, Xbox Gaming Studios narrative bundle. It has Tell Me Why, Quantum Break, and Dusk Falls in it, which is sure, okay. Yeah, the, the Quantum Break doesn't make sense, but you know, okay. Oh, that's because they want. Well, it's because that game. Xbox <laughs> Game Studios is the publisher for all of those. I guess is yeah. the only. That's the only. Type. Yeah, sure. But yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I need to finish Quantum Break. I'm like halfway through. Yeah, I never finished it on Xbox either. I really, really oh, like Remedy. That's their least good game. Yeah, it's not. It's okay. <laughs> Despite some of their older ones, like Max Payne, definitely yeah. not aging as well. They're still better, I think, than Quantum Break. Yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna finish Quantum Break, just say never mind. I'll play Control instead because it has a lot of the same powers and work and plays way better. Or you can just go watch all the cutscenes for uh, Quantum Break and the, the movie tie, yeah, uh, tie and stuff. And like, that's good enough. Yeah, that, that game was you know more than half cutscene anyway. Yeah, that's <laughs> very true. If you include all the TV stuff, if you skip the TV stuff, then still had a lot of game cutscenes too. All right, I don't know. Were we still doing overlap stuff on things, or oh, just go down. You go down your list, and when when something okay. overlaps, we'll we'll chime well, in. I know us as did, but we just didn't go into it too far. All right, uh, number ten. We'll go backwards. <clears throat> on my list was Weird oh. West. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think, uh, did you finish it? Eric is the only one. No, I didn't finish it. I got I'm close. I'm on the last mm-hmm. person. I got like five hours left. 
That's good stuff. Yeah. That's one I, I wanted I, to play. I never started it. I think I part yeah, way through the I second one before I got distracted and pulled away from I it. Think, That's the one thing I don't like about the game is the different people. Yeah. They're because all... as soon as you start of get to a groove, it's like, yeah. yoink, never mind, you're done with that character. Here's a new character. It's like, oh. <laughs> I, find, I found that it's pretty cool that, like, I didn't figure this out until after, I think, the second character. Is the second one the werewolf or the pig guy? Pig guy. Pig guy. So I, I was playing as a pig guy. I was like, oh, wait. I found out that you could stash, you could leave all your weapons with, like, like one of the NPCs you can get. So I left it, all my good stuff with the NPC at the end. And then, you know, third character yeah. rolled around, go get all my items. So I kind of, it's good. It's it's a mechanic that uh, it feels a little too forced. I get kind of why they did it, because they want to force you to play the different character builds that you would normally have in that kind of a game, where you could have all the choices like, hey, if you do this, you can do these things. And they kind of wanted to make sure that you do all of that. But I don't know. It's a fun game if you like kind of, uh, you know, the more uh, robust cousins of that that you would have, kind of like the yeah. sexes and stuff. Okay. It's just the top uh, down because it's yeah, the that's... same guys that worked at um, that did stuff for like Prey, hmm? I think is the game that he worked on, or was it, it Dishonored? I forget. I would say it's kind of like Wasteland Two if it wasn't. Well, that's what so it is. Slow. It's because Wasteland it's... Two is a lot slower because it's. Yeah. Turn based or Wasteland 3, but this is pretty quick. This goes, well, goes, goes. The guy definitely is like someone who worked on Dishonored and then started his own studio and then took Dishonored style menus in that game because Weird West, like the menus look exactly the same as Dishonored <laughs> as far as just the art, the art style goes. Not like literally the same, but you can tell like, hey, the same person did this and had similar design uh, aspects they were going for for. <laughs> they did it. Just even the way it animates. But it's kind of like they took sort of... Uh, you know, Wasteland or old school Fallout top down yeah, RPG yeah, yeah. look, but then combined it with the other, you know, stuff that you would have in Deus Ex or Dishonored looks like all the it's different. It's definitely cool. I think it's. It was on Game Pass, wasn't it? It was on Game Pass. Yeah, it was on Game Pass. I got the review code, and I also actually bought the uh, physical copy of it from Special Reserve. It comes with a nice art book, nice steel book, and some other cool stuff. I was like, eh, I'll buy it. I like the game enough. Yeah, it's got some really cool things about it. It's been a while since I played it, but I'd had a lot of fun with it when I was playing it. Uh, number nine on my list was Tiny Kid. Another kind of surprise out of nowhere yeah. game this year that came to Game Pass. Like, ooh, this is like way more fun than it should be. And I, like, have hey, wait. I have that. On, I have that on Steam. I need to play it. I, it's when you guys were talking about it. I was like, because I know Dennis has it on his list too. And is that the? Yeah, and is, it, I was, is, it the Pik, is it the Pikmin like game kind yep. of? Yeah, somebody yeah. made Pikmin that, like other than Nintendo, and it's it's fun. It's like instead of being out in a garden, you're in like kind of a house, and you have each kind of level is set in a different room, and they have kind of different. Uh, I don't think they're bugs. Maybe they are bugs. It's been a bit, but like little different characters are in each one, and you have like all sorts of different you know puzzles and things you have to find in the level before you can move on to the next one and proceed through the house to get your rocket ship fixed or whatever. That sounds familiar. Fixing a spaceship, rocket ship. Weird. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Man, where would they ever come up with a game like this? This is oh, such man. an original. <laughs> I know. Starfield. They yeah. don't have fixing rocket ships. Surely it'll be the first game ever. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Tiny Ken is really cool because it, it plays really well and it's paces out like new abilities that you get. So 
traversal even gets more fun as you go because you unlock some, you know, more glide, you know, strengths you can go for longer and go <clears throat> all the way across, you know, the map as you're getting from one little area to another and then, yeah, just fun. If you like Pikmin, it's very much that kind of game. If you don't like Pikmin, still might like Tinykin, but, you know, it's yeah, very, very try. similar kind of game. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it was just a, you know, small little game. I think it has like four or five big main levels and then you're done. I think it was about five, yeah. I mean, yeah, that game um, is definitely on my top ten. It's sitting on um, number number ten, so close to where you had it, basically. Yeah. Um, number ten of my top 2022, man. That, that game was like definitely a surprise hit for me. Because that game, I mean, it's not long, but it's not short either. Either I want to say it's about a solid seven to eight hours. But man, like that time flew by because I was just so yeah. in it. Uh, it was it was really well designed and like really knew how to keep you engaged and busy because there was stuff on every corner. That game constantly felt rewarding, like especially having to look for all the little popcorn things, whatever. And then you go over here in this corner and then you find like a cute little collectible, whatever. And it's just, yeah. And then by the end of it, I mean, I had to get all the achievements because I was already close. So I was like, yeah, why not? I'll do a little bit of cleanup, make sure I've got every possible thing I can do in every level. And uh, yeah, no, it was it was awesome. It, it was awesome. Yeah, if you like collecting things, then it'll scratch, scratch that itch. If you don't like collecting things, you can still just do kind of like the it's main ones you have to do to complete, ignore a lot of the other stuff, and you'll yeah. still have fun with it. Yeah, I, right. I, I got to download it. Number eight on my list is Tunic, another yep. game that starts with the letter T. Yeah. That's on my list, too. It was on my... It was on my uh... I actually bought that one. That was one of the games I bought during the Steam sale for. I bought it on Steam, even though I played a lot of it on Xbox. I went ahead and bought it on Steam to because I wanted to buy a copy of it anyway. So yeah, I did not beat it. I'm like halfway through. It's good. It has a very Zelda feel to me. It's yep. that's what I like about it. It's kind of Zelda, but with a little bit of kind of, uh, you know, from soft obscurity thrown yeah. in there with yeah. how you have to unlock your different um, game manual pages that then sort of reveals the story to you and the lore as you go. So it's yeah. kind of a mystery when you start, and then by the end you're like, oh, wow, I figured out all these cool things. And if you're struggling, yeah, well, if you're, if you're struggling with it, there is... Um, options in the menu to make it easier for you. I found that yeah. out, out yeah. later. It does have a lot of uh, yeah. accessibility things. Yeah. The one yeah. thing that I yeah. did was I got rid of the stamina because the stamina so implementation cool. in that game, I yeah. did not like yeah. it at all. Yeah, that was a big deal <laughs> so, like, for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want to roll like two times and then just be like unable I'm, to do I'm, anything because I I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Those like, two rolls like, really took it out of me. Oh, I'm so yeah. So doing that basically puts it a little closer towards Zelda than you know like where it starts just a right. little bit more. So yeah. I enjoy yeah, it a I was getting, better that way. I was getting a lot of Fez vibes from it too, just because of all the yeah. cryptic yeah, you know, sort of messages and stuff too. Yeah. Um, but man, that game was beautiful. I Absolutely still wanted beautiful. to see a I still want to see a printed book, instruction book of that. That would be cool. That would be yeah. really cool. Put it out just like an art book, but it yeah. happens to be just... Exactly. Yeah. Be yeah. I would buy that. <laughs> yeah, in, in, a heart, in a heartbeat, honestly, just because the art style in that game and that manual is hands down one of the best manuals I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, you know, if not in a very long time, arguably ever. <laughs> you well, know? it's very so, much like... they're going for just the look and feel, even though it's digital, of an old school like NES era or even super nintendo era kind of game manual but also it has a lot of the story in it too 
So it was a fun little weird balance of like, okay, this looks like it, but I, they probably wouldn't have included some of those pages in an old one just because it would not, they didn't make games like this necessarily back then, not this yeah, right. design style. I did the harder, I guess, I don't know if you call it the secret ending where you don't have the final boss fight, you befriend the final boss. Yeah. And it's fun. I did it's not a do lot that harder either, to do because you have to find a lot more things to do that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's I didn't find that out I didn't find out that you could do that until after I had beaten the game. So I I did it I that was a grueling fight, man. <laughs> that was a brutal fight. So I think yeah. you know one yeah. thing that I knock that knocks Tunic way down for me is the boss fights are not yeah, good. Uh, that's I why it I did not like the difficulty. Yeah. Yeah, I, got, I got I think <laughs> yeah. I, I I think I, I manhandled the first one okay. But the second boss that was I, fine. Really, I really struggled with and I was like, there's like Xbox is all about you know accessibility options. I was like, oh, what's this in the menu? I was like, oh, let's try this. And well, it takes a challenge out of the game, but I still wanted to play it. So at least you know there's another yeah, one to keep I mean, interested because I was yeah, of course. I tried like probably like ten or fifteen times. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's one thing if a boss is difficult. It's another if it's difficult because the mechanics make it difficult because you can't do what you want, <laughs> or yeah. not even that. Just like. The speed of the boss is way faster than it should be because you can't actually deal with it unless you're like absolutely pixel perfect or you know whatever. So like a couple of the later bosses in that game are just like, no, thank you, do not want to play again. Yeah, <laughs> kind of bosses. Yeah. Versus you know, there's difficult bosses in other games. As someone who plays tons of FromSoft games, is like, yes, I love playing this boss, no matter how many times I played it, because it's more of a fun, you know, like puzzle or just like learning their moves and like getting good to, enough to beat them. And then it's more, or like say uh, Hollow Knight. Like no matter how many times I go through, I will yeah, at least play I, to I, Hornet because Hornet is such a fun dance of a fight in that uh, game. It took me. I, I just started playing that this year. It was, uh, <clears throat> it's been interesting and. Uh... Yeah, I can I can relate. The, the Hornet fight was interesting. Oh yeah, like Tunic did not have that. It was like they're okay boss fights too. Oh man, this one really frustrated me, so it knocked it down a bit. But like all just kind of the cool world building and lore and you know stuff that they have in that game kept it still in my top ten. It was fun. Yeah. So number seven on my list is Horizon Forbidden West. Is probably possibly the best like looking graphics in a game this year. I wouldn't say necessary art style, although it's still got a great art style, but like just fidelity wise, especially for like open world, it's yeah. insane how much of a step up they did for characters from the first game. Cause the first game, one of the things that knocked it early on was just like the facial animations were a bit weird and they patched it and made it better over time. But like yeah. this game, they went uh, above and beyond. Cause like, than even like other games so like you're not just sitting here like you know in a fallout or any other bethesda game where you're just like staring at a camera thing or like even yeah. other third person games they're usually just kind of like st sitting there staying there static maybe to be a gesture but a lot of times they have people like will move and I actually feel like they're living in the space so they'll right. like stand here and then they'll like stand up from where they are and like t like move around while they're talking to you not always but i'll, I'll Especially, like, the main type of uh, cutscenes or conversations, uh, trees you get in with people, they would do that. Because yeah. they could spend more time on it, I guess. And then just the world is gorgeous. Again, robot dinosaurs all still have fun designs, the new ones, the old ones. The armor is yeah. still, you know, it's chunky plastic weirdness, but, you know, it's it's unique. 
The only thing I think that that game suffers from uh, sequel bloat from a game that was already very big. <laughs> so, like, mm-hmm. Forbidden West, it's a huge game. So if you're going to do all the things, you lose track of, like, wait, what was going on in the story? I forgot because I was distracted by going and hunting all these other collectibles over here and killing some dinosaurs. Right. And I'm like, wait, what was I doing? It has that issue with it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, that. That's but that's not like. anything new to other games. That's just kind no, of the style of game it is. And that's yeah. what kind of, as much as I liked uh, uh, Forbidden we- or uh, uh, Zero Dawn, and and I like that one. And you're right, the graphics on it are really good. I I only played a couple hours of it. I bought it, but I just hadn't played it. That was what I found with the first one. It was like it just kind of got to the point where I played it for five or six hours, and you know, and I'm creeping up on the ten hour mark, and it's like I just. I'm doing over here and doing this, and then I forget what this is, and then I'm going over here and I'm bouncing back, and it's just like I just want a, a focus here, you know. If I could, you know, yeah. and I have to keep I've that focus that, in the game. Yeah, that game is still really great. There's some <clears throat> amazing moments and really cool things in it. I, I said if I had uh, my perfect version of that game, it'd be like, okay, let's take this like one of the big uh, biome zones of the map, get rid of it, and in favor of that put a little bit more uh, time with the villains and have a little mm-hmm. bit more of story in there. Cause the villains, the setup for who they are is so freaking cool. And like twists on, you know, like twists some more of that sci-fi weirdness that uh, horizon has. And it's like, Oh yeah, you thought that this was as far as we went with robot dinosaurs and stuff. Well, here's this cool thing about it. Yeah. And then they all, um, they don't, completely waste it but they could have done so much more with those villains and then like by the end of the game like oh hey you won and now we have a new threat that we've set up for the third game but you're like but i i want more of this threat they were really cool and then now they're now they're we defeated them i want more of that yeah. villain again because they were really neat what were you going to say yeah. dennis I, I think i cut you off there so oh, well no it's fine I, I was just gonna say that like that was my biggest problem with with um assassin's creed valhalla you know, mm-hmm. Valhalla was constant distractions after distractions. I mean, and, you know, you sort of commit. It, there's. Valhalla is much worse yeah. because it's, it's, yeah. it's bloated and way more than Forbidden West in both yeah. the just everything to do on the map and tons of question marks aspect, yeah. but also the story. The story in Valhalla is so freaking long and. Yeah goes all over the place a bit that they could have streamlined it a little bit more so well, that and, it would be more compelling than well, you know it's just like so much stuff in that game it's like yeah <laughs> it's, can't it's eat it all. too much yeah it's too much <laughs> and like honestly like it's it's one of those things that's both a blessing and a curse right because like you know you sort of appreciate all the content in the game but at the same time it's it becomes quantity over quality because a lot of it really is just a bunch of fetch quests and it's like things you've done hundreds of millions of times in other games and it's not really doing anything new in that regard it's just sort of a different setting and i remember when you got to the part um where you know you basically were you know everyone was calling you uh uh god were you Odin? I think when you were Odin or something, when you went to Asgard, basically uh, that that part of the game, um, that dream sequence or whatever. Right. That, 
I was like, I mean, I spent so long over there and I did everything that I could there. And I was like, this oh, could have been yeah. the game and I would have been happy. Yeah. <laughs> you I know, forgot. like this, this was I huge. About that. You know? Well, basically and, what they did is from the start have the like weird DLC expansion included in the game itself that they had for Odyssey that was later. So you had time mm-hmm. because they had the whole expansion where you went into like a little bit more of the mythology stuff on different maps that, in that game. But that was added way after the game came out. Yeah. And like we've got nope, we've got that in here too. It's like all the things, all in one game. Oh, by the way, if you didn't think we already had all the things when we launched, we're gonna add more of all the things over the next like <laughs> yeah. two years. Because yeah. we don't want you to ever stop playing. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Do you it's like insane. More content? Yeah, I think I think of that game we talked about many times uh, with Valhalla where I'm like three quarters of the way through and I just like can't muscle it to go and finish it. Yeah. And I even bought it, it, it over. I even bought it last month on Steam just to see it run on the Steam Deck and move my save over. You know, it was like so just it was like ten bucks. It was like, am I am I going to play through this? No, but I'm going to move my save over. I'm going to take a look at it, see how it runs on the Steam Deck for ten dollars. Stupid Ubisoft been putting all their games on. I bought freaking Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim again the other day for like five bucks on Steam. It's like yeah. Yeah, that game dropped real quick. Yeah, and then uh, they put uh, Division Two on there. I'm like, oh. It, it works on Steam Deck. Okay, it's ten bucks. Let me buy that and try it out on Steam Deck. Ten dollars. Oh yeah, that runs awesome. It's like a killing. You me. didn't own that six other ways. Right? Yeah, I didn't own it on PS4, <laughs> PS5, and on the Xbox. You know, I didn't already own it in three different places. But whatever. Yeah, I I can't bring myself to. Yeah, I, I can't bring myself to own Ubisoft games on um, on Steam though, just because I, I I get everything through their Ubisoft Connect. So oh, I like, you know, see, it, I like it, them better on Steam because I don't have to get them through the Ubisoft Connect, so I don't have. Oh, no, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I've got a lot of free games from there. The Ubisoft, you know, if if you know how to work their store, I mean, they they can have some pretty filthy promotions. But yeah, um, yeah. And they, but they have like, like a, they have like a point system too, right? They still do. They do. They do. Yeah, yeah, they've had that for a couple of years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So and then that, I think, if you spend a hundred gold coins, you get twenty percent off of anything you want. And I think that stacks too. So you know, if you can just stack those promotions and just get real dirty deals. I'm waiting for somebody um, to complain. Which has a worse storefront? <laughs> Ubisoft, Epic, or Bethesda? You know, well, Bethesda is games. no more. It's going away. That's right. Yeah, that's true. They shut theirs down. They shut yeah. theirs down, so. Theirs is the worst because it doesn't exist. Yeah, because it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's non-functional. Yeah. Just by default. All right. Anyway, back yeah, to anyway, yeah. top ten lists and stuff. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West, really, really good game. If you like the first one, you'll probably like the second one, too. Yeah. Mm. I mean, they added the uh, you know the gliding mechanic that was from the game that distracted from their first game. So you know, get some Breath of the Wild gliding in there. It's not as good because you can't do it as far, but it's still good for jumping off cliffs. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's another. It's like a good example of an iterative sequel where it's just like, hey, it's more of the same, but we make some smart quality of life improvements. Right, and that's the way it should be. I think you know, I mean, why fix it if it's not too broken you know what i mean i mean you want to improve things but if it's working good why why change it extremely you know like god of war why change it a ton you know yeah so we have number six on my list another uh surprise small indie hit that is well a big hit small game (laughs) vampire survivors that game is very addictive (laughs) yeah because yeah. you can play it at small bursts, and suddenly it was a long imagine, time you've been playing it. Yeah. I can't imagine playing that on your phone either. I gotta, I gotta have the big screen. Yeah, that seems weird. If you want to make yeah. your phone, 
explode, maybe. Yeah, Sheesh. my buddy said his battery like would just go. <laughs> oh, I could only imagine. Like crazy. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, like once that game gets going, there's like a ton of crap exploding all over your screen all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so your phone, you just be like, ah, too much. <laughs> Throw it away. <laughs> but yeah, that game is just a perfect example of nailing a few game mechanics and then tying it together with a fun little progression system and it's not too complicated there's some fun secrets you can find in that game that i found a few of them but i know there's a bunch more because i haven't finished the game i've yet to see credits roll because i believe there are credits somewhere in that game yes (laughs) i've played i don't remember i'd have to check my account and see but i played dozens of hours of that game i know there's people who played way more than that but yeah, it's just one of those where you're just like, hey, I'm just going to try this character this time and see how far I get. Or I'm going to go for combining these weapons to, you know, see, you know, what this other little question mark on the menu for weapon combinations is and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I don't know that there's much more to say about it other than play it. It's, right. It's super cheap. I think it's like, what, five bucks normal price uh, or on yeah, Game yeah. Pass or, you know, there's so many ways to get it at this point. The DLC is like a dollar. It's gonna be Castle, like Castlevania themed DLC, right? Or something like that. I don't know. Uh, that was for something else. That was for Dead Cells, right? Oh, or was right, it Vampire? Right. Yeah, yeah, Dead Cells. Dead Cells. Yeah, yeah. It was Dead Cells. You're right. That makes. That was like a trailer at the game, uh, the mm-hmm. Game Awards, I think. Yeah. Uh, number. Let's see where we're at. Number five on my list is Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> that's on my Another list too. That was a very good game. That's very good. Yeah. It's got. Really it's got style. It's got polish it's got fun game mechanics from a couple of different you know game genres of uh roguelikes and animal crossing kind of yeah (laughs) kind of like a management sim almost a little bit like it has a bunch of little pieces that it put together in a nice fun little cute creepy stew Like, hey, you don't have enough cult members? Go in the dungeon and find some more, and then come back and get them to work and feed poop to Bob over there because George thinks it'll be funny if you do that. <laughs> all the weird, just <clears throat> quirky, dumb, slightly dark, or even really dark if you start thinking about it too much. They they get away with a lot in the game just because of the cutesy art style because yeah. there's some really, <laughs> yeah. really dark stuff in there if you yeah. start thinking about it too much. But because it's cartoony, it's like, oh, okay. uh, it's, just like, hand wave it. Yeah, it's cute looking. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they... <laughs> it's like it's like happy tree friends you know it's like the most brutal <laughs> thing yeah. I've ever seen so you know and then but it's cute so it's okay yeah it's fine like oh oh okay no I'm just gonna think about it yeah it's the, especially depending on how you decide to run your cult because you can run it and be nice to your followers you can run it and just like use them as currency and just sacrifice them all the time and do all sorts of just like terrible stuff to them so it's like what cult leader will you be <laughs> are you a nice lamb or are you a mean lamb <laughs> true very true yeah i mean they have all sorts of crazy stuff in that game that was like i didn't even bother doing it's like i'm not gonna name all of my cult members yeah it just takes too long and whatever there's probably gonna die in a bit in it from old age anyway in five minutes so i'm not gonna name <laughs> and that's what happened <laughs> i'll just keep the default name it's fine but some people really like doing that and then they like you know going in and changing all of their you know customizing their outfits and faces and whatnot you can do all that just not something I got into. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have that much time. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't have that much time. I have to have get put you to work. Go get me some stone. I'm running on stone. Yeah. Go mining. <laughs> get to work, peasant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Devolver has all sorts of fun stuff. That's just yeah. one more example yeah. on the list. Well, they release yeah. some of the most unique, you know, and fun indie games. Like, you yeah, can like. Be- you may not like one of their games, but you can never say that it does. They don't have like personality right. mm-hmm. or an identity. Oh, absolutely, they yeah, always absolutely. have like you can look at them and be like, "Oh, it's that game." You know, it never looks really like anything else for them. Most of them. so they they curate their library very well. Yeah, yeah, they absolutely do. And it's what I see digital. Uh, what I see Devolver, it's like, yep, all right, I'll pay attention and see what that game's all about. I mean, yeah, yep. <clears throat> Uh, number four on my list is Steel Rising, which is the um, what marionette main character kind of. Well, I guess marionette is like automaton is what they call it. Mm. It looks kind of like a life size marionette. Kind of, uh, it's very much a Souls like yeah. kind of a game. So it's really cool. It also has a little bit of Metroidvania in it, and it has a lot more story than you would think from the start. It's just kind of a lot of the story comes more towards the second half as you find all the NPCs that you interact with slowly as you find them in the game and then they all kind of gather in a hub area. It's all set in uh, revolutionary France. French Revolution. There we go. Get get the words in the correct (laughs) place. I knew what you meant. My brain decided it wanted to garble it. It's fine. fine. So like alternate history because it's definitely not <laughs> it's, right this didn't actually happen guys but you know like it's really really fun i will i'm i might go replay it at some point and when i do i think they have some extra dlc that came out that i did not get to play so i'm not sure how i don't think it was super intense it might have just been like another uh, couple missions or something i didn't look into it it came out maybe a couple months after the game came out but I'd moved on by that point, so I'd finished it, so I was done, so I didn't get to play that part. Hmm. But yeah, it's, like, it's one of the better Souls-like games that is not a FromSoft game that's come out. They cool. definitely did a really good job on it. Number three on my list, God of War Ragnarok. Hmm. It is not number one or number it's two. On my it's number three. We know what number one is. <laughs> and the only reason that it's number three <clears throat> is that, like... Other games are really, really good. And it's kind of like number two and three on my list are very, very close. And the reason God of War uh, Ragnarok is number three is because I didn't think that they nailed the very end of that game and as well as they could have. Because, how is it? Non-spoilery version is like, hey, Ragnarok is in God of War Ragnarok. Surprise. Ragnarok that's in that game, it felt small to me because of the way they did it. Yeah. And it I was like oh, is how I was left feeling after it. <laughs> I think all it needed is because unlike the previous God of War game, it does not have a big you're fighting a giant creature thing uh kind of like boss fight towards the end or like you're not like I'm trying to like, like at the end of you know the first or well the like God of War 2018 you have like stuff where you're on like Dragonback and you're falling through the air and all these epic moments and you don't have any of that from Kratos's perspective mm. in Ragnarok's final big battle it's all 
ground you're like all like kind of ground level and then there's a couple of big epic things happening way off in the background over there that you don't get to see except for way far away it's like oh that's really cool i want to see what that's going on never mind we're not focused on it Hmm. and then the actual boss fights that you get at the end of the game are all versus kind of like human-sized characters and they're awesome and they're great but i think they just needed one extra piece to throw in there in the middle of all that so you're fighting a bunch of goons and then maybe have like a big creature or maybe you're having a fight on the back of a big creature or something to make it feel a little bit more epic to me that's mm. all like there that game is amazing it's like it's just a weird little nitpick for me it's just like ragnarok didn't feel quite big enough even though like what's there is still quite how, big <laughs> how long did it take you to beat it yeah. 20 30 hours more than that it's longer than 2018 Ooh, but then again i was like being very thorough so but even if you're going like you know through just trying to do story stuff that would be skipping a lot of the best parts of the game if you did that but you could yeah. play it quicker because a lot of the best stuff is on the side quests because the side quests are even better than 2018 which already had some pretty decent side quest stuff a lot of kind of like the side characters get story stuff through the side quests so like Mimir you'll have some stuff about him and like some of the other characters that you meet will have some things uh, and stories told or backstory or like you'll learn some things about them through the side quest stories that you do uh, in the game so that's a lot of like the best stuff is through there and there's some really great like big moments and like surprising moments and touching character moments it just didn't quite have the extra enough to pump it above number one and two on my list. Hmm. But it's an excellent game that if you like God of War 2018, you definitely want to play God of War Ragnarok. Like, <laughs> it was weird. Weird if you didn't. If you didn't like 2018, this ain't gonna change your mind. Again, it's kind of like we're doing more. We're doing more of the same, but we've kind of added some other. This one more than Forbidden West actually adds a lot more new things to it, especially as you go. It doesn't seem to like it at first. It feels like oh, they just have a few marginal like quality of life things, but a lot. It's still a lot of that cinematic action kind of game that then like. The further you get into it, you're like, oh, here's some new things. Oh, oh, we're doing this. That's different. That's cool. Oh, hey, that's neat. You know, they have a lot more of that stuff as you go. They parcel it out over the length of the whole game. Hmm. Uh, let's see. So number two on my list is A Plague Tale Requiem. That's right, God of War. You got beat by rats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not rats. surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> But if you've played that game, you know that even Kratos couldn't survive those rats. There's just too many dang rats. Like, if you thought there were a lot of rats in the last Plague Tale game, that, that's nothing. They, yeah, you heard they're... it here first, folks. Hugo is more powerful than Kratos the God of War. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'd take him in that fight. As long as he has his rats with him. I, I, I mean, it's got to be overwhelming at some point. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure he could probably. He wouldn't be eaten right away, like I think some of the soldiers. But I mean, I, I do think at some point he would have to give in, for sure. Um, I think it, it would be. It would overwhelm him for sure, especially if you played a Blake Dale Requiem, like you said, and you get towards the end and. Oh Lord. oh, Lord. I can't remember what <laughs> the number was before it came out, but they're saying, you know, talking about how they've improved their rat swarm technology or whatever. And so, like, and first Plague Tale game is like such and so many, and then Requiem is like this many more. I can't remember if it was like, you know, 
we had 400 and now we have 400 billion or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. It's not quite yeah. like that, but it's definitely a very significant amount more. Like, you know, you have some parts of the game where just like, okay, it's just the normal amount of rats around for puzzle things, but you get into some of the like chase sequences. And you're just like, these are tidal waves of rats. Holy crap. Stay away from me. <laughs> I'm running, I'm running, I'm running. Literal tidal waves, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like yes. literal tidal I'm, waves. I'm not making it, you know, sound bigger no, than it actually was yeah. they are <laughs> literal tidal waves of rats yeah. coming after you yeah. and they you know early in the game there's like small tidal waves and later in the game there are even bigger tidal waves of rats there's so many freaking rats in that game it's nuts but like the thing that puts it over the top is the characters in that game are really well done like the animations are improved over the first game the art is improved over the first game the you know just the quality of the models and all that stuff the lighting, everything. They put in a lot of work of making a game that already looked good the first time around and making it look way better in the sequel. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's so good. Uh, like, just the sense did you of play it on? That. Did you play it on, PC, on PC or on your Xbox? Oh, okay, gotcha. I was like, screw that. These swarms of rats need their 60 frames a second or higher. <laughs> 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 These tidal waves deserve fluid motion. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like the thing about that game though, that it does nail its ending, and it's not a happy yeah. ending. It is a no. messed up, dark, super sad. Holy crap! You're gonna think about this and just the implications of it afterwards. So long and just like is very much a tragedy, uh, kind of a story, which you don't get in video games very much. It's always you know a lot of the times it's you know your hero fantasy or you know this or that, and you don't get this flavor of story in video games that often. And they just did it very, very well. They also have a slight tease for a sequel, potentially, for what they do for a third game. Like, okay, it will be very, very different if they stick mm-hmm. with that path. So we'll see. But they, they'll they have their work cut out for them, I will say. Because I don't think it will... Like, on the surface, it would not work as well as the first two Plague Tales. Just settings and you know things-wise that they'd have to change for it. I think they could get away with it if they call it something different, but sort of, but say that it's in the same universe, though. You know, it's in the same sort of setting. But if you were to say, if it becomes Plague Tale 3, let's just say, I don't think it would be as effective. I mean, the name now has become sort of a household name, but uh, yeah. that story's done. So I think you got to sort of. Yeah. You know, they do have end other... the story that they started with yeah. the first game is done, but yeah. they have like a little, like, kind of tease for how they could continue it if they wanted to do a sequel we'll see yeah. if they ever do they just set it in like 2020 and it'll be like a, <laughs> a covid tale but with rats now yeah. <laughs> that's worse everybody that's what everybody wants it. everybody wants that they want to oh. play that yeah. no thank you uh, yeah who knows i don't know i mean we'll have a few years till they actually you know get it done but whatever they do next yeah. i'm sure it'll be you know i'll be paying attention to it at the very least because They've proven with these two games that they know what they're doing, at least for this style of game. Yeah, yeah, um, like that. That game was very high up on my uh, on my on my top ten list, and um, you know when I finally it took me it took me a while to beat it. I was sort of nursing that game as I was playing it, but uh, once I finally beat it, it was definitely uh, very satisfactory. But I, like you said, it was on the sad side of things, which you don't 
always see, you know, normally it's, you know, hero saves the day, but that was not yeah. really the case here. But it's Which still is very sort of different came... from the first game, because it still has a lot of that darkness, but the way that the game ends is on that little upbeat of like, okay, you've beat the final boss or whatever, and you're moving on, yay, cool, you, you kind of won style of ending, or this is very much not. It's the tragic ending. No, it's an no. ending where there's like a kind of a choice put in front of you at the end, and I refused. I was like, you're not going to make me do this game. And they actually planned for that, and then like at some point it just gets taken out of your hands and it moves on anyway. And it doesn't really, I looked it up, it doesn't really change that much about kind of like the epilogue of the game, other than like one specific detail, and it makes it like even slightly more tragic than it would have been. <laughs> If you do the I'll other choice, <laughs> but I was just like, so at that point, I was just like so messed up by what they were doing with the story. I was just like, I'm not doing this game. You're not making me. <laughs> you made me feel this way, and I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> yeah, on, honestly, I didn't even realize that there was that optional sort of. I mean, I guess the ending's the same, like you said, but that. Well, just... like the choice is like it basically, it's like, hey, hit the button to do a thing. So, like you see in video yep. games, are all, all the time, like press X to Jason. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like press this button to do this thing or whatever. You have your objective, do it. And most games are going to be like, you know, it's going to sit there and you're just going to do nothing until you actually do it. Will force you to do this yeah. thing, or you know, it won't continue. But at some point, it kind of like prompts you a couple times like hey you should do it and then eventually it's just like no another thing happens because you waited long enough the game's like okay we're gonna move forward and it was yeah. like the reasons for it make sense and it's really cool i just that they actually included that in there that's why like i think of I, that's always been one of my favorite things about the last couple of far cry games is they've sort of planned for it like way in the beginning of the game you know uh i think in the far cry 4 it was where you get captured by pig and then you know you can leave you know, after he leaves, that's your chance to escape. But if you stay there long enough, I think about roughly 10 minutes, he comes back and he's like, oh, you're still here. And then there's a whole separate secret ending. <laughs> and credit yeah. roll. So it's, it's great. And then Far Cry 5 is like, you know, you're supposed to arrest the, uh, um, the father uh, in the beginning. And then, but you can, if you stay there long enough, you know, that doesn't happen. So, and it's, it's just a cool little side secret ending. Uh, that you can get right in the beginning of the game, basically. Uh, Far Cry 6, I'm not sure. I think there's one in Far Cry 6 also, but I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but yeah, I love stuff like that, though. If you wait long enough, instead of you know, sort of going against the scripted nature of what you're sort of intended to do, and then still getting a sort of outcome by not participating in you know, what you would assume is the next step. Yeah, <laughs> anytime know? a game rewards you for doing something a little bit like outside of the box or just something that not everyone would do is like if they thought that and included something about it even if it's just a small easter egg that's always fun yeah yeah it's great so number one on my list by a lot like you could put another like 10 games of space in between it and the rest of the list <laughs> is Elden Ring I'm shocked I'm course, just absolutely shocked by this it, it wow. would make the top of my list if it was most epic <clears throat> menu music although Plague Tale Requiem has some pretty epic menu music yeah it does. Uh, <laughs> game that I played the most game that has like my favorite art style just like all the things Elden Ring is it's got the endorsement of Bill Clinton also so there's that sure yes <laughs> yes yeah. fake Bill Clinton the some imposter kid at the game awards decided to say like yo yeah I'll, i made it up here i'm gonna show everyone his, my crazy here his, you go his, his <laughs> rabbi bill clinton i like... forgot about that till just now i was just like wow what? i forgot yeah, about all I that totally craziness. Forgot about yeah that. yeah uh... 
But yeah, like I talked about Elden Ring so many times on the podcast through this whole year. It's just like, yeah, not a surprise for anyone who's been paying attention to the show. Again, I've bought it twice, like played it well over 200 hours. Like, that game is really, really great. Yeah, it made my list. I can't wait. It's going to make yeah, my list my for list. 2023 if they put any DLC uh, expansions out, like all the rumors are saying that there's supposed to be DLC at some point this year. So what I hope surprise. it's true because they've done it for a lot of, like their past several games, put out their different expansion things. It's just this time we don't know ahead of time. But like it's too big not to do it, so we'll see. Game of the year edition. Game of the year edition. Uh, I'll just be like add add it on to my game edition. Uh, like, well, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to re rebuy the game. I just need the DLC. <laughs> you don't want sixty dollar cover art, Nathaniel. <laughs> you don't want the the one that says game of the year on it. Come on, yeah, come on. Uh, no, because that hides the awesome <clears throat> art that was already there. We don't need a game of the year like stamp on it that hides. That you don't want art. like. You don't want like the the what was it Arkham City <laughs> or yeah. whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of games. Just... Your art is just terrible because they just, at the very least, they're putting just some stamp over it that covers it up, and sometimes they just do something else that's crazy. Just, yeah. Like, nah, nah. <laughs> just, just leave it alone, guys. That the art is cool. But yeah, like Elden Ring is. It does. It's a miracle that it's as good as it is because it's huge in scope it's a studio that hasn't done an open world game yet and they nail it they nail not only that but they're nailing an open world game style like style of open world that's not done super often it's pretty much the first one or like at least the biggest you know big release studio to do one since uh zelda came out this like that style of open world that looks kind of like here go Figure it out yourself. Find something you want you know, that you see over there, and go explore. See what it is. And you know, we're not going to put question marks all over. You're going to go find stuff for yourself and <laughs> yeah. find all the secrets, or you might miss the secrets, and that's cool too. Because yeah. when you go online and see the, you know, people say, "Hey, did you see this weird thing you found?" I'm like, oh man, I totally didn't miss it. I missed that. Let me go back and find it my own self. And just all the discourse around Elden Ring that was lasted for months since it came out is just like this game was huge, and it deserved it, and that's awesome. Yeah. You, it, you don't see engagement like that too, too often. I mean, there's obviously popular games that come out all the time, but to have that level of social media, like, power, you know, that every other post was someone posting something about it and you've seen something new about it, whether it's a secret or, like, this crazy thing that happened or this boss fight, whatever. I mean, I, you know, I I saw that with, you know, Arceus. I saw that with Zelda. And, you know, Elden Ring was probably the next big one after that that you saw a lot well this like breath of the wild is the only one that compares to me because i like just the style of stuff because like in breath of the wild i was like hey look at this random physics thing i did or all these little like cool things because it's designed to allow for that for people to just like experiment with it or just to find fun little things out there and then post about it same with elder ring like hey here's this cool thing i found off the beaten path or whatever or just the stuff that comes up through kind of the um the well social is not the right word but like just the the um uh let me solo her thing that was big out of that game where yeah hey millennia boss is really hard i will be this weird dude who's played her so much that i can you know beat her almost any time with like no armor on and i will co-op with people so that i will beat them for her for them and just like where uh crazy somebody beat her where uh with two separate characters uh one was done on a 
DDR dance pad. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is a FromSoft yeah. game tradition. You got to beat it with every kind of weird controller known to man. Somebody emulate the. Somebody I, get I haven't to looked. The fishing, control from, fishing controller from Dreamcast. That'd be... I haven't seen it. Uh, I'm sure someone probably has because I know they've done it like the Dark Souls games and stuff, but using like Guitar Hero guitars and stuff like that. Just any. Just like cobbling together some weird control scheme and then beating the hardest boss in the game with it. Or all the like the no hit yeah. runs, or hey, that, I let my dog use the controller for a while and they beat a boss, or whatever. <laughs> that was like, probably <laughs> one of, yeah, that was a tough boss fight. That and boss, those two really gave me a lot of. But yeah, like when you think about just how huge that game is, there's just I forget how many unique bosses in the game, but it's like you could take twenty five percent of the number and that would be a good roster of bosses for any normal game that's how huge yeah. Elden Ring is and Elden Ring is like hey you know that moment in like Fallout game where you come out of the vault and like hey here's the world or you know other games have done too like we're big enough we're going to do that so many times throughout the game that you're going to be like again, <laughs> again. <laughs> all the magic that they do with the map of that game where you start uh, in the first area and it's like oh this seems like a pretty big map let me run around and then like Oh hey wait! I got past the border to another part. Now the map is a little bit bigger. Oh wait! Now here's another section that's bigger. Oh wait! There's an underground area too. They just keep adding onto it as it goes, which is smarter than having like the whole map there from the start, and then, you're, then you'd be overwhelmed. But because of the way they place it out, it just makes you be like, "Ooh, more stuff! Cool! I want to go there!" You know, it's just so much smart design in that game. Yeah. And pretty, pretty like locations. The art design is so good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It really is. I pre-ordered the art books. They finally put them out. They're supposed to come out in the summer. I saw that. They looked really cool. If they're anything like the other kind of official FromSoft art books, they should be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was tempted. I was very tempted to have them because they looked really, really cool. Um. All right. That's my list. So, Dennis, I know that you and, yeah. you and Eric had, or you and Nathaniel had quite a few of them, so... You can go ahead and touch yeah. on your list, and then I think yeah, sure. I think that covers some of Eric's too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll I'll try to get through quickly, especially the crossover ones that we've got. Um, yeah, number ten. Uh, well, actually, you know, I'll do the same thing. I'll do honorable mentions first. Um, so starting from the uh, bottom to the top. So number five of my honorable mentions was Trek to Yomi. Um, we were talking about the Volvo Digital earlier, and just how mm-hmm. they you know release you know very unique uh, uh, indie games. This was. You know, no exception. <laughs> Trek to Yomi was this awesome sort of, uh, really, honestly, this sort of authentic, uh, you know, uh, classic um, samurai story that was very reminiscent of, um, uh, God forgive me, but I'm trying to remember the director's name. Um, but, uh, um, but you know, old old films yeah, like Seven Samurai. Old samurai and movies like and stuff like yeah. that, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And, uh, man, it was just, it was great. Beautiful game throughout. The entire thing was in black and white. I thought it was going to, like, turn into color at some point. Never did. Uh, yeah. Which is which is actually kind of cool. Um, and, yeah, no, it was just a sight uh, to behold from beginning to end. Not too long, maybe three, four hours tops. It wasn't too long of a game. Um, but, man, very satisfying. Though I will say it was, it, it was a little clunky from time to time. But, ultimately, you know, by the end, I was very happy with it. I haven't really played a game like that. And uh, I mean, other than the fact that it's you know it's it's a side scroller with some puzzle elements, you know. So I mean, that's nothing new. But um, but 
just what it brought to the table was so refreshing and new. And uh, you can tell they put in, uh, you know, a lot of hard work uh, making that game, even though it wasn't, you know, the most polished. Again, there were a couple bugs here and there, and you know, the combat, you know, could be a little janky, um, especially during those like last two or three boss fights. My God, they were frustrating. Um, but uh, but it was it was a welcome challenge though. It was it was a welcome challenge. And by the time the credits rolled, man, I was like, I mean, I you know, I was clapping. I was like, this this was a fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic game, yeah. um, really, really solid. So, um, but yeah, you know, it's an, another hit for Devolver Digital, if you ask me. So, <laughs> um, so uh, the fourth honorable mention, really quick, uh, was uh, Immortality. Uh, that's a game that uh, you know, if you follow you know Sam Barlow's works, such as you know her story and Telling Lies, you know, and some of the other games that, he, that he's written, like Silent Hill: Shattered Memories. Um, you know, you know that he's he's got a thing for. Um, a sort of complex narrative structure that, <laughs> for, for lack, of, lack of a better way, <laughs> not in this game. No, no, no. <laughs> well, it's it, well, no. there's a lot of just like, like a bunch of scenes, really. <laughs> uh, but uh, maybe in like her story, so if you could say it has a narrative structure, this one is that the whole point is to be very unstructured, and I don't know that there's that much of a narrative. Yeah. So much as just themes yeah yeah it, you it, like it, it way more, more than i did i i bounced off of immortality even though i played quite a bit of it yeah. just like did not get anywhere close to my top list <laughs> yeah no yeah i mean i i ended up beating it and by the end you know it was something that i, I just appreciated because it was at least for for 2022 it is different, for sure yeah exactly yeah and i i think that's what i look for is i appreciate different you know i mean it's it's something that tried to do something new it did it for the most part well um, you know, even though it wouldn't, you know, it didn't click with probably as many people as one would think, but that's FMV games in general. I, FMVs are My very problem is it's not games. a game. It's a toy. Yeah. It's yeah. a, here, poke <laughs> around and find some stuff, but yeah. there's not, you're not playing really anything other than, like, you're playing yeah. video clips, but that's not, like, a video game. Yeah. So, like, I think this... I might have enjoyed it better if they hadn't, if it wasn't, like, a game, if this was, like, some interactive thing yeah. that, that was on the web instead well, of like this is a game because you're playing a game console that's yeah. what well, kind of I it's funny off of. it's funny you bring that up because actually you can actually play that game on netflix now <laughs> so guys, it's on netflix makes way more sense <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's on my list i'll have to check it out yeah um you know again not as good as as Telling lies are definitely not as good as her story. Her, her story, he, he, Sam Barlow knocked that out of the park. Yeah. I mean, that's still his magnum opus, I think. But, um, but immortality for what it was worth, um, you know, even though it felt like a very light FMV sort of, I mean, would you say point and click hidden object? <laughs> you know, something hidden like object. that. Like yeah. hidden object is yeah. the closest thing, and it's like, yeah, kind of that. But it's still, I don't. Know. I would have honestly rather have seen all of the three different just movies as fake movies than yeah, being yeah. the clip of the game. Because, like, that would be more interesting to me personally than all the, like, mystery yeah. behind it. Like, I get what they're going for and, like, all the weird hidden stuff makes sense. It's like, okay, I get what you're doing. It just didn't hit <clears throat> me as it hit a lot of other people. And then, like, but these yeah. fake movies, it's like, I want to see a dumb B movie that's, like, got this plot, like, with these people. That would have been fun. <laughs> right, and that's the thing. Like, but it doesn't were... exist because you don't. You only have so many pieces of it. So it's not like you're right. piecing together. Eventually, you could watch the whole thing. You just kind of get, yeah. you know, a chunk of it. 
Yeah, and yeah, which is which is, and I mean, I I agree, and it's a little sad because I mean they are interesting enough that I mean I absolutely would watch them from beginning to end. Um, but again, but they were these movies were never finished anyways. That's the whole story, right? Is like these are all unfinished movies that you are you know sort of uncovering and trying to piece together and trying to figure out why they were never finished, um, you know, and how the you know the main protagonist how she ends up appearing in all these films that are decades apart still looking super young and yeah it's just crazy twist by the end and it's it's though honestly you could probably guess what it is they're um, decades apart because we just filmed them for a video game at the same time guys yeah. <laughs> that would be funny if yeah. that was the actual like secret of it. like no guys yeah. it's the game like what yeah, no, this was recorded in 2021 yeah it's not this was all mario's dream didn't you know right. <laughs> <laughs> what? mushrooms man they <laughs> Real mushrooms. What? But, uh, Whoa, yeah. mind blown. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I appreciated what that game tried to do. Again, I, you know, there were points where it started falling off, but I was interested enough that I wanted to see it through um, because there, there was definitely a couple times where I was like, I don't know where to go from here, man. I think I might just call it quits. But um, but I'm like glad I did because honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, more coffee yeah, cups. <laughs> uh but eventually you know i the credits rolled and i was like damn all right well that was kind of that was kind of cool um yeah definitely a lot more free form from his other games but you know again it's 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 a great way to kill time it's an entertaining way to kill time and you know even if you don't have game pass go try it out it's on netflix now apparently i just found that out the other day so <laughs> um you know if you're scrolling through netflix and you know you want something a little bit different um yeah, why not? You know, it might keep you interested long enough to see through the end. So, <clears throat> but yeah, I appreciated how different it was. Um, but yeah, that was uh, my fourth honorable mention. Uh, my number three, speaking of movies, uh, was The Quarry, and uh, that one was very entertaining, very, very good. Um, it it should have made my top ten, but honestly, like as I was working on my list, it was initially on there. Um, but I had to take it off. But I wanted to at least make it an honorable mention because that game I had just a fantastic time with. Um, ended up playing through it almost twice um, because I, we played through it normally. And then I wanted to do the sort of director's cut version afterwards in which you can sort of choose, like, everyone dies, everyone lives. Or you can choose, you know, premeditated who lives and dies, you know, before you start the game. And uh, it's it's just really cool, the whole outcome outcome of the game and the way the game flows and of course i mean this is your typical choose your own adventure game right made by supermassive games so it's going to work like you know dark pictures series and uh, uh the inpatient and uh, of course most famously probably until dawn you know this is all made by them right so and those games were great and uh, so was the quarry i thought the quarry was fantastic and uh it was entertaining all the way through uh i will say though big problem with that game not so much the game itself but the marketing but I get why they did it, right? Because you know, it, it, you know, when you have a big name like that, you know, you're gonna put them front and center. But David Arquette, and I think I mentioned this a couple of months back when, <laughs> before the game or after the game came out um, on a podcast, uh, was, uh, dude, he's there like barely. <laughs> you know, he was like in all the marketing material, and it's just like, look at he's me, barely, I'm David Arquette. He's barely in there. Like, we got you, we got yeah. you to buy the game, but yeah. uh, right, not there. Yeah. It's like, damn, like, you know, he's, he's, did he have to go somewhere else? He was making Scream, you know, another Scream movie? Like, what was going on? But, like, uh, but 
But his his parts were really cool though, and he was he was great at what he did. Um, but yeah, but he was like really there. But I've heard pretty good things about it. Lots of my friends have played it. it it's relatively on the short side, right? Like like fifteen hours maybe, or my my guess was uh, longer. Yeah, oh, I'm probably much shorter than that, honestly. Ooh. I mean, this one this Aaron one probably around. <laughs> like yeah, well, it probably closer yeah. to yeah, <laughs> well, closer to eight hours, honestly. I want to say I think it's about. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. Good. Yeah, well, a game like that you don't want too too long, anyways, because I mean, especially when you're when you're like a movie, you know, it's you know, movies are traditionally two to three hours, right? So you know, once you start expanding that to eight hours, granted, you know, people binge watch TV shows all the time, right? So it's like, I mean, that can go eight plus hours depending on how many episodes. Right. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I think it was a really <clears throat> solid length with a solid story and a great cast, honestly. And it was a cast that you ended up, uh, you know, really getting to know and you know you remembered all their names no no character was really a throwaway character and uh the way things sort of circled around and how the you know real hooks of the story started to reveal themselves were really well done really well done and uh, uh the production value was through the roof definitely better than you know their last couple of dark pictures games but you know this was a full 60 dollar you know game published by 2k you know versus the dark pictures games where the last you know they've all been published by bandai namco and they've been more budget titles right 40 dollars is usually where they are msrp right when they first come out so um so yeah but uh but yeah no they knocked it out of the park with this one and uh, had a really great time with it and uh especially you know trading off between you know my my girlfriend and i from uh you know choosing certain characters and you know trying to play through them uh, that way and uh, you know seeing the outcome of their, of their stories it's 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 great it's, it's it's awesome so i had a lot of fun with that one so that was number three of my honorable mentions number two just gonna skip did this one really quick um you know it was tunic and you know basically everything you know nathaniel said sort of you know hit it on the head I, tunic is really brilliant when i was working on my top 10 uh tunic was also another one that was initially on there but i had to move it to my honorable mentions um because Tunic, you know, did have moments of frustration that was a little ridiculous. But thank God for those accessibility settings, because if they weren't there, I probably wouldn't have seen the game all the way through. But I'll tell you what, those accessibility settings were um, well done because it was like you said, Eric, where, like, I still was able to enjoy the game, right? And I think that's the most important part, where it's just like, even though you have this sort of, you know, no stamina, I think the other one was like a god mode, and then there might have been like a third one after that something like that uh like no item loss or something i don't, I don't remember entirely but um you know i that didn't change my experience at all if anything i had more fun afterwards you know because that game was so much about exploration and mm-hmm. so when i could explore safely and not be so frustrated about like i can't get up this goddamn ladder just, right. i just want to see what's up here you know right. but uh you know so thankfully you know having those options you know allowed me to do that and it's just the way the game is built stylistically is just so beautiful so being able to really appreciate and and take in um you know everything that world had to, had to offer was i mean fantastic so again those settings didn't didn't hinder my experience at all if anything it enhanced it because i was able to experience it all of it um all the way through so right yeah. um but uh yeah number two and then uh so my final honorable mention number one is uh, disney dreamlight valley so funny enough when i got my xbox um uh what was it like the end of year report thing you know that everyone does you know mm-hmm. the, like yeah. Yeah. like 
the games you played the most. Uh, <laughs> funny enough, I was not expecting this. Disney Dreamlight Valley was the one that I played the most, apparently. Uh, put the most hours into um, on Xbox. And um, so that was interesting. I wasn't, wasn't really expecting that, but... Uh, but that game's great. That game's great. I mean, considering it's early access, I mean, the game was a little broken when it first came out, yeah. but it's gotten much better, you know, through... I haven't uh, went back system. to it since then, so... Yeah. I haven't it's gotten it much Um, Especially with everything that they're adding, and then it should be coming out of early access probably within the next couple of months. And uh, and then once that happens, you know, it'll be completely free to play. You can play at the moment. It's been out since September. Um, but, you know, you do have to pay to, to get into it. Um, but it'll be entirely free to play um, pretty soon. I don't know when exactly, but I know sometime this year. And um, yeah, I mean, I've been having such a great time with it. The world building, the characters, the quests—they've been super fun, super immersive. And and the most important part to me with a game like this is it's been relaxing, right? And yeah, you know, that's with, that's a big I mean, thing. Low stress, right. just you know, just play it, put you put you in a good place. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and uh, you know, and it, it came out at a good time. You know, in which like there wasn't too much, you know, happening, you know, within the industry. So I was able to really just jump in and really invest a lot of time into it. Like I wanted to, you know, I mean, I want to do that with every game that I play, but then it's not always the case, you know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but, uh, but yeah, and thankfully it was on Game Pass also. I did end up getting it on Switch, but man, after that thing crashed like 80,000 times, you know, uh, I was able to, you know, continue where I left off with my cloud save on, on Xbox, thank God. Uh, but uh, and it ran pretty fine there. So, uh, but uh, but yeah, that's my top five honorable mentions. Um, going to the top ten of 2022. Number ten on my list is Tinykin. We talked about that earlier. Man, that game. I just it was so hard to put down. I mean, it really was. I mean, the time just flew by. I mean, it was one of those games where I was just so into it you know because i'm i'm an explorer that's how, and that's what i like doing in my games that's why i like tunic so much too especially when i turned on you know the the accessibility settings mm. you know being able to do that freely with you know little get you know in my way um it just makes me appreciate the world more. you know if you, especially when you have such a beautifully designed game you know, <clears throat> let me let me look around don't you want me to appreciate all the hard work you did you know but i can't i can't again there I can't get over this ladder. I can't get over this right. this ledge. I guess this is where my journey ends, <laughs> you know? And then it's just like, you know, you spent all this day. You feel defeated, not because, you know, you sort of lost. But, again, I'm trying to appreciate, you know, a studio's hard work. I'm trying to appreciate all this, you yeah. know, time that they spent on this game. And then, but 15 minutes in, I'm done. Like, no, that's that's not how you build. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, you, know, uh, you know, again, challenges are are more than welcome. But, again, make it within reason that's why that's why you test <laughs> you know it's, it's really that simple uh, yeah. but uh, but what do i do i'm not a developer so uh, but tiny kid anyways uh was uh, really just hit the nail on the head of everything i was looking for while still having that quality and sense of fun that really never ended up you know feeling it never like went away i was it was constant fun man from beginning to end so but uh but yeah, uh, so number nine on my list is uh, Escape Academy. That's my uh, number nine of 2022. This game came out on Xbox Game Pass, um, I think day one. And uh, you know, I was looking for something new, and uh, you know, I've always been a fan of you know puzzle games and you know escape room games like you know like Zero Escape and you know, 999 and things like that. And uh, Trace Memory, you know, I, I just I love those types of those types of games but this one gave you a proper escape room experience and uh at the time i mean it was just the perfect 
thing to jump into for you know what my girlfriend and I were looking for, and uh, I mean I just had a blast, man. I mean we couldn't we couldn't put it down. I think we beat it in like one sitting. I mean it was five hours, <laughs> you know, and it was just but it was such an incredible five hours, uh, from uh, from beginning to end. And then we recently played the uh, DLC because they had two expansions come <gasps> out for it. And we went through that pretty quick. I mean we that couldn't have been longer than an hour and a half, two hours. Um, but uh, they did get somewhat difficult. Like they were very difficult compared to the base game. Um, but uh, again, it was a welcome challenge. And honestly, you can't even play those that DLC until you beat the base game, anyways, which is reasonable because again, they are very hard. So you know, once you get used to how the game works and you know get through the basic puzzles first, then they give you the hard ones in the DLC. Um, but uh, yeah, I, but I didn't care for the story honestly. Um, but it didn't matter because the uh, the escape rooms themselves were beautifully built. And the puzzles were really clever and really well done. And every single escape room felt uh, just really well designed and perfectly paced. And it, they were logical. I think that's the most important part, right? Because there's a lot of puzzle games that, you know, I think the way you find the solution is you don't, right? You have to look it up. And, and then even when you look it up and get the answer... Uh, it still don't make sense, right? Because you know, for some reason they just implement some solutions to some puzzles that it's just like, how did you get to this? You know, you think you were being clever, you think you were being smart, but like again, testing, test, test it, test your games, <laughs> you know, because this is not, this is not, this is not how we do puzzles. Uh, but Escape Academy was fantastic through and through, great art style and great, uh, just, just a great, great game from beginning to end. Uh, and yeah, that was on Xbox. Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass, man, they they fed us real good this year because yeah, mind you, it was also on Game Pass. Yeah, Tiny Ken was also on Game Pass. My number eight on my top ten of 2022, also a Game Pass title, As Dusk Falls. Um, man, great story, great story. Uh, and you know, again, this was a game that I sort of jumped into on a whim because I, I again, I, we've talked about this on the podcast before. I'll never forget when they first released the trailer and every um, like 90% of people were like, "Oof, what is?" Hmm. I don't know what's going on there. That don't look good at all. But man, once you start that game, all you got to do is hit new game. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. And then, man, that story just oh, it grabs you right, like, real quick. And it's like Nathaniel said, the characters were really well written, really well done. And, uh, but yeah, biggest problem was that ending, man. That ending, just like, ah, that's not satisfactory. But uh, it wasn't um, an ending. It's just, oh, it's over. It wasn't. Okay. An ending. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, hopefully it'll lead into, you know, if not a second one, at least just a small little expansion, you know, because I, I think because of Game Pass, because the word of mouth started going around, because that's how I heard it was, you know, I started hearing people all of a sudden just being like, look, don't sleep on As Dusk Falls. It's actually really, really good, you know, despite the initial impression. The first impression was not good, again, because the trailer was just not very good, and right. it just looked, you know, artistically speaking, just not very you know, appealing. But, man, yeah, I just started hearing... All that conversation going around of like, man, dude, Astos Falls is like, that's, that's, it's serious. It's serious. Go check it out if you like, you know, choose your own adventure, you know, games like this. And I very much do. So I uh, played it. And again, I was not disappointed. And, and clearly, you know, I thought it was great because it's on my top 10 of 2022. So, uh, but uh, yeah, no, really good job with that. Hopefully there's some DLC to sort of help cover that, uh, that end a little bit more, like just patch it up. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, number seven on my top ten of 2022 um, is a game I started playing recently, actually, 
but it did come out this year. It came out exclusively on PlayStation a couple years ago, but I put it on my top 10 of 2022 because I started playing it on PC, which is when it came out this year. So, um, it's, you know, as far as I'm concerned, 2022, which is Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. Um, so this is the version, obviously, that's upgraded. comes with all the DLC and um, all the enhancements and stuff like that. Like, the biggest one being 60 frames, uh, <laughs> because the original game was not. And, uh, man, that 60 frames is fluid. It's a beautiful game. Beautiful, beautiful game. Um, I have the original Final Fantasy VII as well. I'm sure everyone's touched it at some point because that game's now since what 1998, <laughs> something yeah. like that. Yeah, and, they, and, so, and people spot it over 17 different times. You know, I, right, yeah. exactly. Speaking yeah. of games that's been released a few times, mm-hmm. the <laughs> taking a game that's been flogged. Yeah, yeah. dead horse. Uh, um. Yeah, but uh, but man, this remake, man, just what they did from the ground up, because you know it, it's we've seen hundreds of thousands of remasters come from Square Enix over the years, and especially Final Fantasy, especially again, they just recently did it with the um, the, uh, the Pixel remasters, you know, one through six, I think. So uh, you know, so that's another set of remasters, but uh, but this remake is wow. I mean, you know, built on Unreal Engine, and like man, they make use of that engine. A gorgeous, gorgeous game. Um, and uh, the combat style is definitely a lot more streamlined. Again, it's not your typical turn-based anymore. It's a lot more um, action-focused, action RPG-focused. But uh, but it works. It works really, really well. And uh, I've been very happy with it. I'm maybe about maybe twenty-ish hours into it. I haven't touched it um, in a couple of weeks just because of everything going on and everything I've been reviewing. But um, uh, but I want to jump back, and uh, I do intend on on, on beating it um, at, at some point. But uh, but yeah, great game. Great game. That but game gonna... has taught me that I'm not a Final Fantasy person. Because <laughs> right? the more of them I attempt, the less of them I play. So I played 13 yeah. for like, I don't know, 15 hours. Something, yeah. I don't know. Before I gave up on that. And then I tried to play 15, played it for you know less than 10 hours. Didn't get very far. This one I didn't even get past the tutorial when it was on like PS Plus or whatever. Oh, wow. When you, I, I yeah. didn't pay for it, I was like, "Oh, okay, I'll try it." Because like everybody seems to love yeah. it. I didn't even get through the tutorial. I'm like, I'm not enjoying this. Yeah. I'm waiting. Jesus. I'm waiting. Maybe I'm just in a bad mood that day. <laughs> I don't know. But... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm waiting till 2020 or 2030 when they bring out the Final Fantasy VII remake integrated four part the whole game because you know because yeah, you know. This is just yep. this is just disc one of the original game. It's like so. There's going to be yep. three more. So it's like it'll be I, the final subtitle. Will be like it's done now. We hope. Please stop making us make this game. Yeah. <laughs> definitive edition. Yeah. Definitive edition. Definitive edition. Yeah. Game of the year. Yeah. You know, game like, of the year. Game of the ten. game of the decade uh, version because it's taken that remastered. long to get it all. Yeah. Remastered. Yeah. Remastered remake. Yeah. yeah v two point five dot exe because it's Square Enix and they have to add all that nonsense. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, add some King, we'll add some uh, Kingdom Hearts naming convention in there just to really confuse things. It'll be great. Yeah. Dot PDF. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, but uh, but yeah, so that's that's number seven is Final Fantasy seven. So seven for seven. Um, uh, number six on my top ten of twenty twenty two is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. That uh, man, that actually named because I forgot that it came out last yeah, year. Yeah, I did too. Oh yeah, or like is... I see it on other lists pop up. And it's like, oh yeah, Kirby. There was a Kirby yeah. game. Or, I forgot. Or as I, as I called it, <laughs> and the, it was good apparently. The The Last of Us Kirby is what. I... Oh yeah, it did look like that in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep, yeah, it did. Uh, it did. Uh, 
No clickers, though, unfortunately. No oh, clickers. well, then I'm oh, not no. interested. But I want cute clickers in my Kirby game. Yeah, man. really. <laughs> it's like Kirby can eat them. There we go. Yeah, Kirby's eating them. That'd be fun. Kirby eats all. Afterwards. <laughs> there should be a Kirby game where at the end he just eats the entire planet, and yeah. then it's just Kirby in the universe. I swear to God, he did that in he's Triple Deluxe, it. I think. He did he's eaten it all. There's nothing God. left to eat. He, <laughs> he, like, he, oh, no. he somehow eats his way into a Katamari game and still eats all of that. Anyway, about this game. Yeah. This game was pure joy from beginning to end. I mean, just such a, you know, definitely one of the best looking games on Switch, I think. I mean, just graphically, it's beautiful. Uh, definitely the right direction i think to go for kirby kirby's always had a, has always been consistent and great um but they've also always been you know uh, other than you know outside of a few spin-offs here and there they've always been side-scrolling platforms oh, yeah. right and um but this one's the first time where you had definitely a mario odyssey style uh, kirby game and the reason for that is because it was about almost the same team <laughs> almost the same team that's why so they kind of put their own spin on on Kirby this time around, and uh, man, they knocked it out of the park. I mean, just really one of the most fun and cheerful experiences I had throughout uh, 2022. You just like driving playing. a car. Kirby is a car. Oh, that too, yeah, of course, yeah, man. Carby. <laughs> Carby. <laughs> uh, Carby fully loaded. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, he shows up in other. Shows up like in Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Pauline's got they gave Pauline a new skin. Now she looks like Lindsay Lohan. It just, <laughs> just, <No. laughs> just uh, <laughs> uh, We're terrible. No, terrible, terrible. We're geniuses. One of yeah, one of the two. Yeah, one of the two. Either way. You know, Sakurai's probably just like, you know what? Maybe on the next match. He's like, I can make it work. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah, (laughs) you get all these licenses. Of course, we can get a likeness. It's no problem. That's no problem. Uh, (laughs) She's doing Pepsi commercials now. She's good. She's all right. right. So, no more cocaine for her. Uh, so yeah, Kirby <laughs> and the Forgotten Land uh, was uh, just such a such a beautiful experience from the uh, beginning to end. And I, dude, I, I couldn't stop smiling. Like you know, it was one of those games that was just pure happiness. You know, and um, yeah, I just so I mean, uh, obviously that had to go on my top ten, of course. Um, so, uh, but number five, not so happy, <laughs> is uh, a Plague Tale Requiem, uh, the complete opposite of yeah. Kirby and the Forgotten Land, um, where it was very much a you know tragic story uh but one that was just so well written my god i mean the moment the credits rolled i was like you know just sort of really blown away um and then of course the whole epilogue segment that we were talking about earlier um yeah i mean nothing really to add to what nathaniel said i mean but it is a fantastic fantastic game um personally i thought much better than the first one and uh yeah the uh the you can tell they got a much bigger budget this time around. I think with the yeah. success of the first one, you know, I think, uh, who is it 505 or Focus um, Home Entertainment that publishes this game? Uh, I don't remember. Um, I don't either. I have to look it up. I think it might be Focus. Yeah, but, I think uh, it is. I think it is Focus. I think Focus, that sounds okay, right. Yeah. 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 Um, but they were definitely like, look, <laughs> you deserve a much bigger budget this time. We're going to give you, you know, uh, we're. 10 times the budget uh and they made use of it and wow i mean just from the cinematics to the detail in the environments um 
the rocks especially, man. Every time I was close by to some rocks, I would pan the camera and be like, my God, like the, this is this is incredible. It still don't look as good as you know, Forza Horizon 5, but still, it's you know, it right. was close. Right. Those rocks. I don't know. Forza um, Horizon 5 is a different kind of game. So yeah. it's like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd say it actually looks better than Forza Horizon 5, in my opinion. Oh, well, okay. But it's, <laughs> doing, it's doing different things. Yeah. Very, very different kind of focus, like Forza's made to be like, hey, we're zooming at eight bajillion miles an hour. Here's like, we're creeping along trying not to get eaten by rats. <laughs> yeah. Different, different games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, yeah. Not, again, not much to add from, you know, what we were talking about earlier, but a brilliant game that I, I you know, I, I am very happy that I, that I finished. Um, yeah, I love, I just think Amicia is such a great character and the new characters that they introduce into this one as well um, were very good um as well and definitely complemented the adventure and um her as well so uh yeah i mean you know like the pirate chick i forgot her name the, uh, the big knight guy who sort of converted into being sort of a good guy um but that dude like uh yeah just such a great cast of characters and uh the photo mode was really solid that took some great Great photos, man. Uh, there's a uh, uh, one photo this I took. This is Rat Seven Million Four Hundred and Two. He's yeah. got a really fun personality. You yeah. like hanging out with him. Yeah. <laughs> His name's Jerry. Uh, <laughs> so, but uh, yes, yeah, Seven yeah, Million Brothers and Sisters. They're right over there. They never yeah. stray far from each other. Yeah, <laughs> very tight knit community. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, also a game pass game pass game. So you know if you you know are a fan of the first one and you haven't played the second one yet and you have game pass, there you go. Um, the fourth one, you know, again, let's go in reverse again. A, a very funny game by comparison, also on game pass though, um, is High on Life. Man, dude, I here's the thing, I'm not a fan of Rick and Morty. I, I don't care about them I, it's not, not, not funny to me yeah, yeah I, I i find it more obnoxious than anything but man high on life was one of the funniest games i've played in a long time definitely since like probably stick of truth south park <clears throat> the you know. the one that came out on vr what was that called trevor oh yeah the rick and morty no, saves the world trevor saves yeah. the world or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah it was yeah, really good probably. too even though i don't care for yeah. rick and morty <laughs> same people same guy so yeah, yeah. but yeah it was it was really good playing vr too so i i have it on steam i'm just haven't loaded it up yet oh okay yeah it's it's a uh it's so funny it's so good it really well paced and not too long not too short just the right amount man they nailed like the length of that game um it never felt like it was overstaying its welcome and the world was just big enough for you to get some exploration uh, satisfaction out of it, you know, with a bunch of yeah. they had chests hidden everywhere that you could find and unlock. And um, so again, if you're someone who likes to collect stuff, you know, they have a little, you know, little checklist of, you know, there's 26 in this level, there's 35 in this level, there's 16 here, you know, and yeah. you just kind of go down and get all the chests. And it, it's a, I got a ton the, of fun. I need to finish up my review. I got to the first boss. I want to play a little bit more. I, I liked it. It was entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's eight total bosses. Maybe, maybe not, less. Maybe, maybe it's not super hard, and you can turn down no. uh, if you get annoyed by the text, by the constant talking. Yeah, there, uh, yeah. There's a lot of talk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. It, it can be a bit excessive, but honestly, like yeah. the stuff they say is just so funny, and like you don't expect any of it, and it's just it it catches me off guard every time, and it, it just kills me. Did you it shoot the me. kid? Especially, 
yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I feel like everyone did. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, I shouldn't <laughs> laugh, really but it was funny. It was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the mother didn't care. I think that was the funny part. Was yeah. she was just like, "Oh, thank God," you know. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was annoying everybody. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, uh. But it was the whole thing was it was really funny. Um, but I, one of the funniest parts, hands down, was more towards the end of the game. Not really spoiler stuff, but they're trying to like make it out basically, and they need coordinates. Um, and uh, there's uh, the guy that you meet right at the beginning of the game, like first ten minutes of that game. Um, and you know he's like an ex bounty hunter, and you you're the one that sort of gets his suit from him. Um, so, but he's he's chilling in your house, and but he's on the couch, and you know they're punching in coordinates to to go somewhere else. And uh, but you know they're freaking out, and they're, and everything is just you know super intense, and you know very very frenetic. And uh, the main gun, Kenny, um, you know he's the one that's like spitting out the coordinates, and he's just like it's one, five, seven. 8, 35, north, you know, and he just keeps going for, like, a solid three minutes, and then the guy, the ex-bounty hunter guy, he's freaking out, he's just like, my god, how many, how many coordinates we got going on here, because he's, like, missing something, he's like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, what was the last one, what was the last one, and he's freaking out, and uh, with everything going on, you know, the screen is shaking, and they, with everybody screaming at each other, it was a whole mess, and I don't know why, it was killing, it was absolutely killing, um, but that, that was one of the funniest parts of the game to me but that that game was just constant entertainment man yeah. and uh it really it really just just really just hit the nail on the head for for humor but uh but yeah that was number four on my top 10 of 2022 again another xbox game pass game so go check it out highly recommend it um <clears throat> number three my top 10 of 2022 probably a game i probably spent the most hours on this year because i think i had somewhere between a around 150 to 170 hours with it was uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um, that game was so... Well, let me just start off by saying that game was very ugly. <laughs> that game, I think that game was meant to be a 3DS game that sort of, they were just like, oh, that's right, we still got this laying around, I bring it to Switch. Um, and then they just didn't touch up on it at all. But, uh, but man, like, it was so refreshing. And I've always said that, you know, I... Over the last couple of years, I've found myself enjoying Pokemon spin-off games a lot more than the mainline games. And, you know, this is another big sort of example of that, where Arceus did something new, did something refreshing to the series. And, uh, again, there's nothing really like it. The gameplay loop was fantastic. It was a really, um, you know... It was it was captivating enough where it was difficult to put down. And again, if you're someone who likes mm. to go through checklists, you know there is a lot because even though there's only 200 and some Pokemon this time around, uh, you know they make use of it. And uh, you know you know one Pokemon will be like you know catch them ten times. You know use tackle five times. You know and you're going through this checklist basically to sort of perfect their Pokedex and all the research that you're doing for all the uh, for all the Pokemon. And uh, yeah, I mean by the end of it, I was very very happy, um, especially those final couple battles where they felt like final battles. They weren't like this easy nonsense, you know, that they've been um, in the last couple of years. Like they, they felt like traditional, proper uh, Pokemon, you know, circa, you know, BDSP and black and white, you know, mm-hmm. the last ones that were actually like really trying to give a challenge. X and Y still had some sort of challenge, but yeah, I think the DS ones were definitely the last time where you had like a proper like look you don't train your pokemon you're gonna find out real quick that you should <laughs> you know and um 
so uh so yeah but yeah it was it was awesome the cutscenes were cool and uh the customization was awesome the sort of prehistoric era of pokemon and the village that you were in uh was just so cool it wasn't a big village but it was enough you know um again it's the only problem is you know there could be a much bigger production value, but uh, you know we've talked about that a million times, and at this point, I'm, I'm exhausted talking about it. So I'm not yeah. gonna go down that route again. But um, but yeah, I would love to see a sequel, and because I was very happy with this game, and I, I I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. It 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 was a great way to connect with Pokemon, not the series, but the actual creatures themselves. You know, in a way that felt different, and again. It was it was just refreshing just having them you know you could bring them all out at once and just have them just chill with them have a picnic with them whatever just take photos with them like it was <clears> awesome <throat> you know just it felt like they were very much part of the world rather than just like you know it, it okay there's these things in my pocket oh we gotta fight now okay I'll bring them out and then they you know once you're done with that battle you go on about your merry day and you never see them again you know so you know until you go to the next battle so um, they felt very much integrated in that world and uh, yeah it was just a fantastic experience so uh, but yeah that's my number three on my top 10 of 2022 number two also another you know giving a lot of shout outs to <laughs> game pass this year yeah. but uh, Weird. yeah it is yeah, <laughs> uh but this is uh, number two on my top 10 of 2022 is the pedestrian um the pedestrian technically came out about two years ago on pc but it released for the first time on xbox this year or on in 2022 and it was day one with Game Pass. So again, as far as I'm concerned, it's a 2022 game. And, um, man, I, John, I know you played it too. Uh, you, you ended up liking it, right? No, I haven't played it. Like, oh, yeah, the pedestrian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I liked yeah. it. I beat it. I, I just, I, I yeah. think I said yeah, it that. I, I played it in one night or something yeah. like, or two nights. Okay. Yeah, or it two nights. Long. It wasn't long. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking yeah. of another game i had to stop and think pedestrian pedestrian which one was that oh yeah that was the puzzle game <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it was such a oh man i mean the puzzles in this game were were fantastic but yeah. not just that it was it was the presentation it yeah. was the presentation man. just jumping from sign to sign you know and then eventually the again i'm not gonna spoil it but how things change by the end mm. um man I just wasn't expecting any of it, and it was just such a mind-blowing experience that, uh, you know, and I, I love puzzle games, so when I feel that way, um, it is, you know, there's, there's just nothing like it, and Pedestrian was just so unique in what it did to that genre, <coughs> and just so memorable, and it was a perfect length to an easy, easy 100%, you know. Oh, you, yeah, yeah, as long as you, as you went through, and just, yeah, it was, it was, it was yeah. easy if you're yeah. looking for achievements, but... Yeah, yeah, it was no problem at all to get 100%. Of that. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, there's not much more to say after that because again, it's a very it's a fairly straightforward game. It's it's a puzzle game. Um, but that presentation is is wow. I mean, yeah. Just the mechanics. Uh, yeah. I surprisingly really enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it was kind of similar to uh, this same experience that I felt. Again, the games are completely different, but that feeling that I got playing uh, unpacking. Mm-hmm. where unpacking was just like you know just the perfect length you know just short enough but just long enough to keep you engaged the whole time and you end up you know nine times out of ten you know i'm sure most people ended up playing it in one city right yeah. <laughs> you know so um 
so yeah and just yeah just a fantastic i mean i can't recommend that game enough so uh yeah definitely my number two of uh 2022 and uh yeah my number one is uh the rpg of the year for me that was i want more so bad and that is live alive that was my number one i love 2022 live alive was just i mean that hd 2d engine first of all beautiful beautiful one of the best engines to come out in a long time if not ever and uh what they did with octopath traveler what they did with triangle strategy and now what Mm. they did with live alive and what they will be doing with octopath traveler 2 and then the dragon quest 3 remake i think they're doing in in the hd 2d engine i mean it is just that engine is just so so good and live alive having these perfect bite-sized stories um that you can choose from and play in any order was fantastic like that's what i want rather than having like one gigantic you know 40-hour RPG, dude. If you yeah. give me what Live Alive gave me, which was this more like segmented eight stories that are about two to three hours a piece, oh, oh my god, because the pacing's really good, and then like you know you're almost it. Then they feel like an episode or a movie where it's just like, oh man, I gotta watch the next one. I gotta play the next. One. I gotta play the next one. Next thing you know, you know, you're rolling credits, <laughs> you know, because it's just so good and engaging that way um definitely one of the best rpgs i've played in years a fantastic game that i can't remember enough screen it did a phenomenal job <clears throat> my only yeah. complaint with it is it's on the switch that's yeah. any more <laughs> switch games i just i pick up my switch and i just go man yeah <laughs> yeah that steam deck uh, yeah <laughs> i mean it just has yeah so you know I, I bought it i bought it on steam or on uh on switch and i, st- I started yeah. to play it and i, I liked it but I just, yeah. it just didn't. Once you go, once once I had the Steam Deck, it was just like I can't, I can't go back to. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go back. So yeah. uh, eventually, yeah, I'll. Look real good. I'll. I'm just gonna have to hack my Steam or my Switch yeah. and just move my Switch games over to my Steam Deck. It's just one way. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, but it looks real good on that OLED, though. Let me tell you. Uh, yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that's my top ten of of twenty twenty two. All right. Well, um, Eric, I guess you can run through. There's there's Ooh. a few on your list that you haven't. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, I got a couple. I got a couple there. All right. So we'll start with honorable mentions. Uh, pretty much everybody already talked about these games that John has snap on his list. So we'll let him yeah. talk about that a little bit more. Uh, simply because, well, actually, I think we probably played about the same amount. I just haven't played it in a month. Oh, really? See, I kind of put it down. What's bad is, is I I find it now that I'm back on the road again working, I find I sit down at night and after work relax and sit there and start playing Snap on my phone instead of picking up my Steam Deck and playing something else. I just, you know, it's been 30 minutes and you lost half your matches and you're mad. Yeah. Well, well, actually I, I, I win more than I lose, but if I, if I get in a certain time of day, I find that I'm playing with a different time, a different, uh, different clientele. (laughs) Yeah. I match with a little better people at certain times of day. Um, but I think I'm over, I'm finally over a thousand on my collector's level. Um, um, let's see. Uh, honorable mentions Tunic. We talked about that. I yep. enjoyed that game. And you get back into it. Um, metal Hellsinger as well. I enjoyed that. I only played it for like an hour or so, but I like the rhythm and I like the metal. And that's kind of a kind of a different take on FPS. Uh, no one brought up Power Wash Simulator, the perfect relaxing. Game. I only played. I only played <laughs> that. A little bit. Of played it. a little bit of it. I didn't play. Yeah, a whole me and lot a buddy played some it. of it, and I'm like, this is so dumb. 
I can't. I can't stop cleaning. Plus, I have power washing that I need to really do at my house, and I just don't. I'm sitting there playing it on the game. It's like my house is the outside of my house is filthy. The concrete needs, and I'm I'm sitting inside playing power wash simulator. It's like, what am I doing? What am I doing? All right, let's uh, let's get this. Winning life, that's what you're doing. I guess I must be. So you look at it that way. We'll start uh, start on the bottom. Uh, Got. uh, Got a little uh, high on life there. I need to I need to get back into that. Like I said, I, I don't want to play a chunk. Of, uh, then I got number nine. I got Vampire Survivors. Uh, I've been doing pretty good. I kind of found my rhythm for that game. I, I bought the DLC as well because mm. it's really cheap. Um, it, it's fun. I like it. I, well, it's crazy. Just like so much stuff fills the screen. And then I found out you can get like uh, weapon. Uh, some of the weapons you can unlock. They have like all like fun secondary stats, which stuff that keeps you alive longer. I was like, this is the, this is fantastic. I've been looking up how to unlock different characters the other stages. I haven't played it in a while, but I'll probably get back to you. Um, number eight on my list is Tiny Tina's. No one else had that in their list. Uh, that's a good co-op game. You like Borderlands. You like some D&D, Looter Shooter. Gotta have some Tiny Tina. Probably the coolest thing about it is it has an over an overworld map. So you like walk around as this little character and you can like get in fights and stuff like that. Hmm. You know, that's kind of how you explore. Cause it's supposed to be like a like you're playing D&D kind of. Yeah. yeah, I've been wanting to play that one. Good, good with the co-op, uh, but I I saw it as cheap as thirty the other day, like a couple weeks ago. So just okay. keep your eyes out. It'll, you know those yeah. games they they get to twenty, thirty to twenty pretty quick. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the next one. I mean, technically didn't come out in twenty two unless you have a PS five. Uh, River City Girls, which uh, I played it on PC, PS five, Steam Deck, and I'm pretty sure I own it. Oh yeah, I own it on the Switch too. Yeah. What can I say? I like that game. Oh, it's fun. It's a good game. I have it on Switch. It's the perfect game for Steam Deck. Yeah. 100%. It actually used to be on Game Pass. And I was there. Yeah. I was like halfway through the game and I they removed it. I was like, ah, crap. But I was like, ah, I'll just buy it again for, buy it again for Steam. Yeah. It plays great on PC or I just go downstairs, pick up the deck, and there it is, and cloud save away. Um, I have the second one. I own the two pack as well with the second one. I got that from PlayAge. Hmm. I heard, the, I heard the second one has some technical issues. I don't know. Uh, I have never played the second one. And unfortunately, you can only get it on the Switch right now. And uh, Shredder's Revenge, number six. Yep, that's on my list, too. That was a really good one. Fantastic. We did some co-op. I beat it like four or five times. Um, Very short. Very easy to play. You can play with kids. You can play with your nephew nieces. Um, Me and my buddy played with uh, his six-year-old. No, no problem. He handled it just fine. Love the love the artwork. He did a really good job. It's a fantastic. Let's see, number five, Shovel Knight Dig. Am I the only one? I yeah, I haven't picked that one up yet. That's good. That's good. We got it. Uh, we got a. I haven't played that one. We got a review code and. But uh, I'm like halfway through. It's fun. It's, it's Shovel Knight digging, digging. You know, it's a little roguelike. You're digging down and getting the boss. Beat the boss. Keep going. You die. Back yeah. to the top. Get your stuff. Keep going. So it's, it's fun. Um, it has. Nah, I really like the music. It's the music's very catchy. Before you know it, we'll get into a rhythm, and you know, like a couple hours have gone by. You can unlock different armor sets. You can't unlock different characters. There's some kind of fun abilities you can get, and uh, there's a couple items you can get that'll let you revive yourself after you die, so you can keep the run going. So that, that's that's fun. It's for a rogue like it's it's pretty it's challenging, but it's. It's friendly. Yeah. I feel like you're not against stacked against all odds. Things like that. Right. Uh, all right. 
number four is one that I don't think, well, I don't, I don't expect you guys to play this game. This is Heaven Dust 2, which uh, we got for review way back in January. And it is a little indie game, and it is like Resident Evil 2. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I had to think about it. Isometric look. Yeah. And it is, it, what's really interesting is another <clears throat> podcast I listen to, the guys in video game Hangover, like two of their guys had actually played this, so we had a good conversation about it and stuff. I was pleasantly surprised how it it got its it's got its claws into me, and I yeah. I powered through it. That's probably fifteen hours or so, and it was it's good. There's not really any reason to go back. I sort of remember. I think you unlock some stuff, but it's good if you like Resident Evil, like isometric kind of little horror games with little little simple puzzles, but you get to shoot zombies and plant things, and you get to have a shotgun, and there's boss fights. That's yeah, it. Pretty easy. Actually, it works really well on the Switch. It did crash a few times, but it runs. Dying Light number two is the third game. I haven't finished that yet. About halfway through, I've been co-op with two of my different two of my friends. It's good. I really like Dying Light. I like the FPS zombie stuff, where it's got a little bit of crafting, but I'm not building a base and like restocking supplies and recruiting people and things right. like that. Just give me that. Just let me whack zombies with weapons, shoot them with guns. Like State of Decay too. It was yeah. like, you know, that was fun. Yeah. It was fun when I played, but it's like, man, I really don't know if I want to build a base. Yeah. And do I, I like the first yeah, one. I great. liked better than the second one, believe it or not. So. Yeah, that's actually probably something we should circle back and maybe play a little bit. Yeah, like we play, need to. I don't like playing. Yeah, two people at least. It's fun. It's yeah, fun. I don't yeah. like playing them by myself. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's not the same. Uh, Weird West number two. We talked about that. Uh, I am. Almost done with that. I, I'm going to try to finish that in the next week or so, just to just to sure. give it the treatment. The number one, Elden Ring. Uh, I am not a Souls guy. I do not do well at Souls games. <laughs> um, I can tell you that uh, in Demon Souls 2, I think I made it past the first boss, and I said I'm done. Yeah. And then uh, the only other Souls games I really played much of was uh, do, the Salt Sanctuary count. Does that count as a Souls game? I would say that's very much a 2D Souls game. Yeah. That game is hard. I think I got to the second boss. Uh, again, I don't know why I chose to play that on the Switch. I chose to play it on Xbox. <laughs> At least, come on, or Steam Deck. But uh, I actually might go back to that. But yeah, Elden Ring. Just the open world. You can do whatever you pretty much want. You can try all sorts of different classes. Your buddies can help you in with the bosses. We talked a little bit before where there were a couple bosses. I could not get the end boss myself. No, how, no matter how many times I tried, and I think my friends beat him before they patched before they patched it. So I kind of got screwed a little bit. It doesn't matter. My buddies helped me out. We got it. And I, I don't know. There's, I tried playing a magic based class in Elden Ring. Well, faith faith based. I was a confessor. Um, you know, think of it as like a cleric or like a paladin loosely. Nah. Two thirds of the game. Good old DPS. Found like the build I wanted. Went and got the items. Went back to bosses, which had been destroying me by my, you know, when, when I was solo. Yeah, I just mowed through them. Yeah, that's what I should have done in the beginning. What was I thinking? But, well, yeah, the fun thing about that game is, depending on what kind of uh, you know weapons and things you're using, some bosses will be easier because you have that, and then some bosses will be a lot harder for you. And then if you play yeah. it as a different character, it'll different ones will give you trouble. Yeah, so my uh, my my other buddy was also DPS base. I think he was a samurai or bandit. And then I think the third guy we played with, he was uh, whatever the mage class is, which I was like, Mm-mm, I'm not doing that. 
But I mean, the fun thing is you can do like any sort of combo because yeah. you just like build up whatever skills, and if you find the weapons, you can I did you know, not, get I did the requirements not. and use them. There you go. I, yeah. I did not. I did not platinum it. I'm probably about a half. Well, probably about 20 hours away. There's a couple trophies that I missed the first run that I I, I would have to progress. The only achievements I did not get were the two different endings that uh, I did not have from the Xbox it, ones that would require me to play the entire game again all the it, way through to get to yeah, it. Yes, yes. You can uh, you could do something with PS5 to make sure you get those endings. Well, you could on, like, I think Xbox, Xbox, you could do it yeah. with save things or whatever. Yeah, you want to it, do it worked it. pretty but good. I, got, I, I didn't know it at the time, and I don't care. I was like, I've seen them, I just I don't need to redo outside it. Outside of one of the endings, for they're variations. But you're right, you can play any class, my friend. Well, there are technically three endings that are, like, fairly different-ish. Yeah, okay, okay, you're right. Because there's, like, the main normal one, there's the, oh, that's a very dark, bad ending because you're a horrible yeah. person, and then there's the, ooh, you took you picked something different, and it's, a uh, it's, you, you like the, the moon, there you go, you like the moon, yeah. so we'll go with that. Yeah, there we go. Well, that, <laughs> that ending's interesting. Yeah, my that's friend, the one I did because I love that side quest in the game. But man, my, my buddy that was a big uh, he played tons of Souls game. Did we? Yeah, I walk with him. He lives in the same town as I do. But he uh, he was big in like the warrior class. He ran around with, like two big like two big swords or two big hammers. Like you gotta yeah. we fight the bosses. You gotta jump at them. What are you doing? He's like jumping and hitting them. He would just do this over and over again. I watched him. He, that was his play style, and he was able to manhandle several of the bosses. If you have your stats built up to have two heavy weapons at the same time, yes, leap at them and smack them with yeah, big weapons really, at the yeah. same time. You don't hit super fast, but you cause a ton of damage each time you hit them. <laughs> oh, you know what's funny? You know, you'll appreciate this. So my friend, my other friend that was the DPS class, he, uh, I think he's beat the game two or three times. Every time he's had to cheese the fire giant. And he's like, you gotta do it that way. I was like, no, I'm gonna do this the way you're supposed to, and I had no problems once I figured out how to fight the fire giant, getting in there with my horse, just slashing away at the legs and taking him down. I, my I don't my know how people it. had trouble with that one because I think I beat that one in like two attempts. Yeah, that one was a, <laughs> that one was a little bit challenging because he, he just hit pretty hard, but my buddy couldn't beat him at all and he'd have to go get him. I think I have the, uh, the, the from soft, uh, like, bonus stat, I guess, because I played so many FromSoft games, it's like, oh, it's this big kind of boss, I know yeah. the strategies that work for most of them. Yeah. If it's big, get up near its feet, get up and then feet. then you have to just, like, you know, observe it enough to know kind of when it's going to do motions and know when to dodge and stuff. That's what you, like, once you kind of, that clicks with you, you can get through a lot of the uh, big monster style uh, FromSoft fights in many of their games. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the spirit ashes a lot. I had so much fun finding those. Like, That's yeah, one of the yeah, things they the added mimic, to this game the, the that makes it... Fan, the mimic is fantastic. But yeah. there, there are a couple of the others that I used uh, before I bumped the mimic up that were good for tanking and, and, and distracting the boss. Yeah. Like, oh, well, yeah. speaking of accessibility, that's definitely something that yeah. they added to this game that makes it a lot more playable for people who haven't played uh, one of these kinds of games before. It definitely makes... You can choose not to use it if you're someone who's played these games before and you want the challenge, but if you can't get through it, hey, have them still aggro on the boss yeah. and then you can go and get it. Like The I... wolves are really good early on because you have multiple ones and they can you know, go attack things for you. Yeah, I, I probably found yeah. in the end I was either using the Black Knife, which is the assassin, which is actually really, can be really good in certain uh, certain battles, 
either the mimic or I think I, I either had the the dragon knight or the clean rot knight. I couldn't remember. I had one of those two, and that that's a pretty good tank boss. They can just like take take the hits. Oh, yeah, it was a great game. Yeah, I all this talk it. about bosses. Uh, if you like exploration, you would like Elden Ring, and you don't even have to fight any yeah, bosses for like literally your... dozens right. of hours. You can ride around yeah. in that world and never fight a boss. For most of the combat, if you get if you get stuck in a dungeon, stuck in a boss, summon in your buddy, or better yet, there's tons of people on Reddit that are gonna willing to jump in and help you, and more than happily do the work if you want them. You can get to. Four, I think, of the major areas without having to really fight a boss. Yeah. I, uh, I, when they come out with the DLC that's like single player, I will definitely, I will definitely get it. I'm not a big PvP guy. I know that's what I'll see. I'm really hoping it's of the same quality as the stuff that they added to Dark Souls 3 because the DLC expansions for Dark Souls 3 were really, really good. They did two of them for that game. I have enjoyed every minute. I may have to buy the artwork, the art books. Yeah. And that is it. That is my top ten and my honorable mentions. Well, I don't have any honorable mentions, but we've talked about a lot of them on my list. Uh, Call of Lamb, Elden Ring, Shredder's Revenge, uh, uh, Tunic. Uh, we talked a little bit about Marvel Snap. I added Witcher 3 on there since they did the update at the end of the year. I've really been playing it a lot. Um so, you know, not as much as not as much as Nathaniel has, but I have. I, I, I've, I've been dealing with that game. It's like I've got all the stuff on, so I can have the pretty ray tracing, but yeah. I only get you know like maybe forty to fifty FPS when you start. But it has a memory leak or something that acts like a memory leak. So the longer you're playing, the performance goes down. <laughs> so then you're like, okay, I have to stop, and restart the game, and then it's fine. But I've still I had played another like eighty hours of that game yeah. on top of the hundred and whatever it was I played originally in that game. <laughs> yeah. When it first came out. Um, I put Midnight Suns on there. That's to me a a, a game that kind of came out at the end of the year that a lot of people didn't pay attention to that they kind of forgot yeah. about because uh, yeah. it got delayed. Yeah, it went under the radar. Um, it's actually really really good. It's it's XCOM except card based. Um, so there's that card-based element, but still that strategy turn-based that I really like. My only complaint about it is, and I, I talked about it at pre-show, is once you get, if you're playing it on Steam Deck, you get to, or sometimes on Steam, from my digging, you get to the part where you go to sleep for the at the end of the day, and then the game locks up and crashes, and you can't get past it. So <laughs> there's still some issues issues with it, uh, and uh, it's like I was telling them, uh, telling uh, everybody to uh, the pre-show. Uh, I thought, well, it's something with the Steam Deck. I'll come to the PC, play it, get past that, and then cloud save it. Well, the cloud saves are broken on Steam, too, so there's no no going back and forth. So when I put in the new SSD last night, I had to start my game over anyway, but I was only a couple hours in anyhow, but I knew I was going to get to that point, and it was going to, and sure enough, it did. So I need sure to... Enough. I need to download some. Uh, there's a way you got to go into the system, back into the systems, and and have it sync the right save folder and stuff like that. And I just I haven't sat down and done it yet, but I need to. But what what couple hours of it I've played, it's really good. Um, 
Chain uh, Chained Echoes is another one I put on my list. If you're a fan of 16-bit games like uh, uh, Chrono Trigger and stuff like that, it's an awesome game to play. Um, it's awesome on Steam Deck. It's awesome on uh, Switch. The handheld mode, you know, handheld. It's what I think it's really made for. But uh, I mean, you could play it on you know full screen if you want. But I really enjoy it. I haven't really gotten uh, too too deep into it. Um, but that's definitely one to finish. Uh, Lego Star Wars, uh, the Skywalker collection. The only reason I put it on the list is because I was, I've been playing it a lot with my nephew, great nephew when he comes into town and it's really fun to play co-op. Um, especially when you're playing it with an eight year old who does not play video games. Um, he really, he, he really likes it, but, but Nathaniel, he has started playing Minecraft. And so I'm getting fielded a lot of Minecraft questions that I don't have answers to. So I might end up having to field them over to you. So, cause he's, he's been playing, he started playing Minecraft. He really likes it. And I told my, my niece, I said, well, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll get up a, a Minecraft server and then, you know, he could play on it and, I can yeah, hop yeah. on sometimes, but um, but yeah, I know nothing okay. about Here, it. Here, so. it's a Minecraft wiki bookmarking. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> we'll give you a tablet with the wiki on go. <laughs> well, I'll put it to you this way: She messaged me the other day. It goes, "How do I buy? How do I buy uh, Minecraft? I don't, uh, I don't know." I, I said, "Minecraft.com. That's how you go buy it." <laughs> it's, it's I can answer like, that question depends. easy. Do you want the Java version? Or do you want the like Microsoft version? Like, I think they've even changed it from originally how you yeah. buy it. I think too. Yeah. yeah, but so. But what platform are you on? That will change it as yeah. well. Yeah, he's on PC, so yeah, he's a there PC player. So, um, and the other one that I put on my list with Gotham was Gotham Knights. I've been playing that game a lot, and I think it's gotten a really bad rap. <laughs> uh, but I've been playing it on PC. So. Yeah, I mean, it has some problems at the very least. Even if you like the game, the performance when it first came out, had it was many people calling out. For good reason. Yeah, but <laughs> I, as far as me playing it on PC, I haven't seen any issues with it. It runs at 60 frames a second. It looks pretty. The yeah. only complaint that I have with the game is when you hop on your motorcycle to go from point A to point B on a real long distance, the speed does not seem right. It doesn't feel like you're going fast on a motorcycle. It feels like does you're it going... have a little bell going ching, ching? Yeah, it's, it's really weird. When you're in... <laughs> When you're in the city where the the buildings are up and the streets are kind of narrow and turn real quick, it feels like you're going fast. But then when you get to a part where you got to cross a bridge and go into another part of the city, it seems like you're going very, very slow. And I can't figure out why. It's so weird. But other than that, I mean, it's an it's it's an Arkham City game. I mean, it's 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 just doesn't have Batman in it. Um, but I've been playing the whole game as as Batgirl, so you know yeah. what? It feels like Batman because she's yeah. zipping around, she's doing the Batman, you're doing the criminal. It's so far. I would have been I more really tempted to play it if it didn't look so bland in the videos. As far as just the environment, it looks just like it's a city. It doesn't look like it's Gotham City. Yeah, it's it's yeah. kind of empty. There's so not that, a lot of people because of that. It didn't and... like. Because of that, I was just like, eh, I'm not sure I want to play it right away. Maybe you'll get it at some point. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I, I bought it for it like 25 have... bucks. I mean, it, I bought it yeah. super it's cheap. Have, I think it's going to have four three-person co-op coming. Four yeah, three it's supposed to have at least three-person, maybe four. I, I don't know. It's supposed I to mean, eventually. it's got four characters. That would make sense. So like, yeah. if you're not yeah. doing that, what are you doing? <laughs> 
<laughs> but I mean, I can't say for it how it would run on how it runs on Xbox or anything. But on Steam Deck and PC, it runs great. It looks great on Steam Deck. I mean, I get forty. Patched it maybe because like, it did not at launch. I remember watching the like PC breakdown from uh, Digital Foundry, and they were <laughs> ripping into it yeah. very much. I, I I get a constant sixty to well. It depends if I if I cap it at sixty, but I mean I was getting one hundred and twenty frames a second on PC on Steam Deck. I, I capped it at forty, um, and it runs real well. Even the only part that I say it doesn't run real well on Steam Deck is again the motorcycle because you're going from point A to point B. But it's not like you're doing a mission on that. It's simply just a traversal thing. So it's not like that bothers me that much. Oh no, the frame rate dropped down to twenty frames a second while I'm on the motorcycle. Let me get off. Boop. Okay, now we're back to fighting it. 40 frames a second, you know, I mean, it's, but it's Steam Deck. I mean, it's not going to run. Yeah. <laughs> There's some caveats you have to take with a Steam Deck, you know, I mean, it, yeah. it just, it just is what it is. So, but yeah, other than that, I mean, that's my list. I really don't rank them as uh, you know, from one to 10, because usually I don't have time to play them all to really get a good feel of go, oh, man, that's really my awesome. I just really have to, Especially with the Steam Deck. That's what somebody asked me. My my boss was with me the other day. He goes, "What have you been playing this year?" Steam Deck. Well, what's that? Is that a game? No, it's it's a it's a computer. I play Steam Deck. That's my game of the year. Is Steam Deck. Whatever I can play on this is my game of the year. So Steam Deck is my game of the year. Fiddling with the Steam Deck. <laughs> yeah. That's the game of the year for John. And that's what's bad. That's what's been bad since I got that thing in April. It's like, well, let's see if this runs on it. Oh, that runs good. Let me try this. Oh, that runs great. Let me try this. Oh, that doesn't run good at all. Oh, let me try this. Yeah, it's, it's like I haven't really sat down and played a game from A to Z. It's I've been piddling with this, piddling with that, piddling with this, piddling with that. So, But, you know, the sad thing was is... Midnight Suns was going to be the game I was going to play from start to finish, and I can't get past the sleeping part for some reason until I get that figured out. I was trying to tell you something, John. I guess. I guess I'm going to have to pick another game. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) That's true. So I do need to sleep. But, but yeah, so, well, that's that's all I've got. Um, Next episode, we'll be back to the usual uh, with our news and what we've been playing and stuff like that. Um, We're shooting for two weeks. Knock on wood. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll be able to make it this time. We maybe. We'll find out. Maybe we'll find out. It's, it's COVID, COVID's real, people. COVID's real. Even if you've had your vaccines, COVID is real. So, you know, it's 10 days I tested positive. 10 straight days I tested positive. Dang. Until I, you know, and then finally, finally the first day of, uh, of uh, major work, uh, I, I tested negative. I went, yes, <laughs> I, can, yes. I can work. I yes. Uh, so, but yeah, so hopefully, hopefully things will go better, uh, this year. That's what we're shooting for. So, but has anybody got anything else before we call it a show real quick? So, all right. Like I say, at the end of every show, follow us on Twitter at geo underscore podcast. I try to tweet out a couple hours before we're going to record, uh, that way, if you want to come join us live, you can, or if you just want to keep up to know when the show is actually going to be on the podcatcher, because the past two weeks, I was so sick, I didn't even tweet out that, hey, I'm sick, I'm not, we're not doing a show. I didn't oh, even know that. I feel like death. Yeah, it was like, oh, we we, we pod faded, but hey, it's okay. We, we only, we, we, we kind of faded back and then slipped back again, so. Trucking along. Yep, that's all we could do, so. All right, guys, well, thanks a lot for hanging out and listening to us, and we'll catch you all next time.
This podcast is part of the Gamers Lounge Radio Network. Get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com.